This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Mental health isn't talking to someone on a couch. It's self-awareness, learning to set boundaries, taking care of your emotional well-being. Visit BetterHelp.com allies to see what mental health is really about. Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Daniel Bloodworth. This week I'm joined by Brandon Jones. Hello. Michael Damiani. How's it going? And in the control room, Isla Hink. Hi. (laughs) Distinguished guests, we are here to discuss some of the biggest headlines in video games this week. But before we do that, we've got an answer for last week's mistakes. Isla, cue corrections music, please. Boop. During the bets, Brandon said he would be the only one to make two noises following the bet results since he switched teams. Oh, However, yeah, right, yeah. Isla started the year on the Sea Lions and is now a massive chub, so she has also That's made true. both noises. And I was the only member of Switcher Snakes, so... This is true. That I've made three. Well beyond this year, but... <laughs> true, true. The FOMO is strong on that one. <laughs> Uh, we talked about uh, pod racing during Love and Respect last week. Uh, Star Wars one, uh, Star Wars Episode One racer on Steam though, is a port of the game that originally came out for N64, Dreamcast, and PC, published by LucasArts. The arcade game was Star Wars Racer Arcade, which was an entirely different game by Sega. Uh, has fewer tracks but much better graphics, and obviously the custom controls uh, that they described in the post. Race of Revenge, too, if you're hungry for more. It was a sequel. Yeah, that was PS2. Yeah. Uh, not quite a correction, since Isla realized Kingdom Hearts Unlimited Saga was a fan project, but some additional information on Mary Poppins. Um, nice. Listen. Nice. <laughs> uh, Google just signed me out all of a sudden. Hang on. <laughs> it's all very complicated with that Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Mary Poppins signed you out. I just do not know. <laughs> Google why right now? Mary Poppins heard. Because it knows you're about to disparage Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> 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 you won't allow it. Google is in on it. <laughs> okay. Um, although Mary Poppins has yet to appear in Kingdom Hearts, it sounds like Nomura would like to include her someday. In an interview with IGN Brazil in 2018, he said, Mary Poppins has always been in our conversations about concepts and ideas, but we've always wondered how we can use that film in the franchise. There's a possibility as long as there's a good idea for that. Oh, so they haven't had good ideas, basically. <laughs> they haven't had good ideas <laughs> yeah. to make gameplay out of Mary Shots Poppins. Shots fired at everyone he's oh, ever worked with. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, and uh, if you have any corrections, uh, leave them in the YouTube comments for either the public uh, YouTube post or the Patreon version of the video. Uh, use the word correction and put a little timestamp in there uh, to remind me what we were talking about. And corrections music. Boop. All right. This week we've got a lot of different random things. Finding like what I want to say about them has been been a challenge for me mentally, but uh, we've got we've got a lineup here for sure. Uh, one of these we've we've already talked about a little bit on Friend Code, uh, but uh, earlier this week, uh, the official Switch Game Boy Advance emulator leaked. 
and uh, this has been going around on Twitter. Uh, Kotaku has a good like kind of like breakdown and like amalgamation of it all. Uh, but yeah, basically, Game Boy and GBA emulators developed by Nintendo of Europe uh, leaked online, described currently as buggy but functional. Huh. Yay. Always good. It's just the Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also files that include references to uh, specific games and devices that have been tested using these emulators, uh, including uh, Zelda the Minish Cap, Metroid Fusion, and Mega Man ba- Battle Network 2. Uh, and that's led to some skepticism about it because there's also like references to like EZA flash carts that Nintendo wouldn't necessarily approve of uh, that, that oh. seem to have been uh, tested on the device as well. Um, and then, uh, but a lot of evidence does point to this being the real deal. Um, and then, yeah, kind of one of my main takes as always is just because Nintendo, uh, has something running doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do anything with it. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but there's been a lot of speculation, uh, as to whether this is going to lead to a Game Boy lineup on the Switch or just alternately like more Game Boy collections Things like that coming, you know, what you know, Bunker Collection is a good example. It's like if Nintendo has an official emulator that publishers can use, then more of those types of games can come out in collections. So what's your, yeah, what's your initial reactions hmm. to to the leak and, and, and the ramifications that it might bring? I just like how both heads just tilted right at me <laughs> as that question is being asked. Like, well, I have uh, questions, actually, but I should probably direct them at you. Sure. Uh, An emulator leak is interesting. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. not just games were announced or something, but, like, do have all the emulators associated with the Switch been leaked so far? Or do we well, get an advanced the, look at In them? the past, there's been, like, not this exact type of leak, but through data mining, people have found evidence ahead of time of, like, the Super Nintendo games coming. N64 games were yeah. found on there, so... This kind of is the precursor to this happening. And, and then the code names for the emulators match up with the, the stuff over at what Nerd's been working on. Gotcha. So, which is the team. Nintendo over. Europe R&D. Yeah. The ones that make Nerd. most of their thing. Nerd. What? But it, that's that's the acronym. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's pretty good. By, uh, but yeah, they've been what doing, a business card. Just, yeah, <laughs> it must, that's like pretty cool. Um, but to answer uh, your question, Budworth, I am very skeptical about like the third party stuff because I saw mm. a big list that of the games that were tested. I also like you know saw what came to previous Virtual Console uh, for Game Boy Advance. Um, and some of those games are just more likely going to be part of a collection. You got like. Mega Man ZX is already part of a collection. So that right. probably won't be there. You got the Battle Network stuff on there, which a lot of people are asking for that. And it's, I would say that's more likely that Capcom would put out a Battle Network. Because every every other month it feels like there's a rumor. Like, oh, they're going to announce the Battle Network collection and it doesn't come to pass. People point to, like, Dimps and Sonic Advance 2. Right. Sorry, sorry, the Sonic Advance games. But Sega is doing collections too. So even the Castlevania games already have their collection on Switch. Right. So... I that includes some Game Boy stuff too. Yeah. yeah, so I imagine the third, the uh, first party stuff will be the usual suspects. It's just whether or not any of those third party titles make it uh, make it out onto that service or not. But don't you think that like part of creating an emulator and building an emulator is, is whether these things would come to a service or not? Like you got to throw everything. Oh wall. yeah, yeah. Everything they yeah. did on there seemed to make sense. Like they even tested the, the link cable functionality in uh, the Pokemon uh, Ruby Sapphire. To, to, to the, oh. there was something that emerged from that that showed that it was being used. But whether or not that, like even a Pokemon game, is very unlikely to come to that service. So I think it might just be their normal putting it through the paces. 
But then you maybe would ask, well, if they do this, why does any of their emulators come out with issues? Like when the N64 one service arrived in like Ocarina of Time had the infamous water temple uh, shadow link room, dark link room looking like not correct. And it took a few updates to get it to where right. it was. You know, it, but it, it, to me, it just seems like that this is what they do anyway. And I think you're absolutely right. I think they're always working on getting stuff running on the thing. I think they even like, I bet they even have like GameCube games running on Switch somehow. But like whether or not it um, amounts to we're going to make that a service you can actually purchase or be publicly consumable is like a whole other matter. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, I think, too. Like, again, talking about like just throwing everything at the wall, like the, with, you know, the skepticism over the flashcards. I wonder if you know having that. I don't even. I don't even know how that would work. You have a, you have a ROM dump of a flashcard <laughs> menu. Yeah, uh, but I wonder if something behind that is just like we're going to test this so we can figure out how to disable it. You know, kind the, of a thing. The, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like let's find all the ways that they could exploit this so we don't want them loading all the games on there if they like jailbreak their Switch or something. Yeah. But like that's going to stop anyone. But I mean that this is Nintendo. They do it no matter what. They're they're very uh, aggressive with this type of you know protection. What are you thinking, Jones? I'm thinking of what weird, complicated pricing they're going to have for whatever service. Like oh. how valuable, because the game, like game Boy sold so much. There's some of those games that could just be, you know, humongous to have, like on the Switch, and and some stuff potentially from Japan that we never got to play. And I'm just thinking, like, all of their stuff has been so confusing, just in terms of like what you're getting for, what other games it's tied into. So it's like, I, I do want to think about what titles they could have or what would be fun to play on Switch, but sadly, sure. like, I'm immediately thinking, what weird, you know, direct is this going to be tied to? And at the end of it, are we going to be like, wait, I, I get Game Boy games if I do this, and I get Game Boy Advance games if I do this, but then they're both together in some weird thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, first of all, I don't know if they plan to separate if they do more than just GBA. Like, if they do mm-hmm. all the Game Boy history, right. like, maybe they separate that. Will some like if they did? Will some of it be just available to regular Nintendo Switch Online subscribers, or is this all going to be gated behind the expansion pack and be part of the premium service? My guess is GBA is probably going to be part of, at the very least, going to be part of the premium pack. Mm. But and it's probably going to come down the line. I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Like in the next few months, it's probably later this year to maybe even next year, or as you said, maybe never. Right. But I, I think it's just something they're going to is a value add. Yeah. Um, as for games, um. I would have guessed, and I said this on friend code, that the 3DS Ambassador lineup, the 10 games you got for yeah. being a 3DS Ambassador, would be the perfect lineup to launch with um, because it seems like those are the games that are most willing to go away. But some of those have analogous releases already on the existing things. Like one of them is, a super, is just Yoshi's Island because it's Super right. Advance, yeah, yeah. but that's already on Super Nintendo <laughs> service. So would they let you do that? And that raises questions because some of those Game Boy games are just ports of. Right. Super Nintendo exactly. ones. It's like, will they do that? I mean, some are different, but you know, some I think I imagine might not make it. But for me, the two must-haves. If you want two must-haves, <laughs> I must have Golden Sun and Golden Sun Lost Age. Oh, like I, yeah. the, I, people need to. I don't think I agree with other people that it's very unlikely we'll get a new sequel anytime soon. So it'd be nice for people to have a way to play those, and you know, he said people need to, and then you stop. People need to know. Is that what you're saying? People, <laughs> people need to. People need, need to, to play, play these, these games. games, whether you like them or not. Yeah. I think they're just they, at like their time. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're yeah. two parts of a whole game. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. I want to say. Too I think much I've more. seen. I think yeah. I think I've seen screenshots of it. It is a very a very visually impressive game. Very yeah. colorful. Very well, that, yeah, that was one of the things when we first saw serious. saw a video of that. You know, it was it was doing these rotating effects. Yeah. That made it look like. 
like basically like a Square RPG at the time. Yeah. It was like, you're doing this on a Game Boy? You know, it's like, Damian, I think about how how much Nintendo loves the Switch because of how good it's been to them and how, you know, like, I think it was the end of last year they really started saying, like, we're just getting started with this thing. <laughs> like, we are not really thinking, like, yes, we'll make improvements to this console, but we're not thinking about, like, the next thing that we still got you know, like a new Zelda on the way. There's still a lot of games that we've you know, we talked about, Metroid Prime and everything. So it's like, I wonder how much they're willing to commit to a long development time to get these emulators to work perfectly because like wh- whether we upgrade the Switch or not, we're not going to drastically change our infrastructure on this thing for a long time. So let's figure out these emulators. Let's get everything running on this because I think that'll work out well for them. Yeah. Or for their uh, game plan with the services. And uh, But uh, just always keep in mind, I mean, it's its own specialized team that's working on these. So yeah, right. it's, yeah, it's, I don't think I'll like crossover. The thing I'm like would be interested to see is um, the, the online functionality with it because all oh, of them yeah, have yeah. had it so far. And there's yeah. all these. Yeah, you talked about link cables. Yeah. Yeah, because the link cable would, this will su- replace that possibly. They've already done that once when they did Four Swords Anniversary Edition for. for I was going to say Four Swords, you know. You didn't like, need to get everything together to play. Yeah. You could just use the wireless functionality. So it would be a very nice update, which is why so many people want Pokemon games to finally be added to these services so you could just use wireless. But. Yeah. You know, sometimes Nintendo, they see better value in, like, withholding that stuff and you repurposing for something different. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of good first-party games that uh, we'd like to see there. I, you were saying earlier about something, just rem- before I forget, um, the predecessor to Rhythm Heaven and all that. The first one was on Game Boy Advance, mm. um, but it never came outside of Japan. So if they're looking mm. to do, like, oh, kind of okay. nice exclusive yeah, yeah. first parties, because they did Star Fox so 2. Was, you're, you're talking about Rhythm Heaven. You're talking about the Japanese name, the, the Rhythm Tengoku. Tengoku yeah. yeah, Tengoku, yes. Thank you. That, I mean, stuff like that would be really nice to get on there. I don't know how many of those off the top of my head did exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what's that? What about Mother? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, obviously. That's, <laughs> that's going to come with the territory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well people are gonna be mad if Re-ignite it doesn't show up you know it's like how many you know even if they get to it like in the first year <laughs> no, every no. month what will make people like, mad is when it shows up on the Japanese show <laughs> and there's nothing said in yep. America at all <laughs> even with the, the you know even with the stuff that we've gotten so far the NES and the SNES like I love the weird stuff and like I'm not saying that obviously they shouldn't you know listen to fans and, and you know make miracles happen but like I'd love me a weird Super Nintendo edition to that library. Just remembering, like, well, I haven't checked that in six months. Let me just jump in and, like, what is this, you know, weird thing with about bees that are, you know, on, like, Mars or something. You know, it was a fun era of, like, a lot of risks and a lot of, like, things you could have easily missed because you were just spending time with, like, franchises you knew. So, yeah, weird Game Boy Advance games I missed. Like, I'm way down for that. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's some, uh, Damiani kind of got that Kickstarter. But something I was, I was wondering if you've got five games you want to uh, see on there and then two are, like, just pass. Uh, uh, I haven't even played Fusion, but it's just like one of those oh, games Metroid that I Fusion, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, boy, for the Game Boy Advance, Mario Kart. Uh, I played a lot of that Mario Kart. Really? That was kind of the... That was th- the one that I missed. That's where I was convinced. Yeah. That's when, when I finally like saw in my hands and saw Mario Kart running, I was like, okay, yes. All right. Uh, they did it. Um, trying to think just basically... And I think it's because... To, like even though I played Mario Kart solo, you know, in the past, like it was always just like a multiplayer thing. I didn't know who I was going to play M- multiplayer Game Boy Mario Kart with. Yeah, so I'm like I'm not bothering buying that game. Yeah, it's one on kind of my blind spot too. I just know it looks like more like Super Mario Kart than yeah. anything. Uh, I know this is silly, but Six Advance. 
Um, was there four advance? Oh, three, you mean Tubbo Final Fantasy Four Six? Oh, there's four. No, there there's a lot of content in that. There's a lot of extra uh, island, and there's one and two Donna Souls, but right. you're very much likely not getting those. Yeah, uh, that's because true. we still don't have pixel remasters on yep. console. Tactics Advance was very, very fun. You're probably not getting Tactics Advance. Yeah. They fit. They fit that thing on a small screen really, really well. Um, no, oh, wait, but no, Tactics wasn't. Final Fantasy Tactics, the first game. It was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. A2 was a different game. Yeah, there's A2, which is on DS, and then Advance was on uh, GBA. GBA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but GBA? was Advance? Advance one was on GBA. It's just its own thing. Yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't Final Fantasy Tactics, right? It it's was called a different Final game. Fantasy it's Tactics Advance. Advanced. It's Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Set in Evil East stuff, but yeah. like, right, it's right, like right. the fantasy okay. version, but it's not, That's Final, I was getting it's not the OG up, yeah, one. Yeah. But going with Square Enix, because I did bring us some friggin' code, we caught it at the last minute because I would have like kicked myself if I forgot to mention it. Game Boy Advance is the only way to play a version of a Kingdom Hearts game. Chain of Memories. Well, yes, it's, uh, Chain, it's the only version. That's the only version of Chain of Memories like that because yeah. they redid it for PS2. I'll put a Kingdom Hearts game on my list because I played. There you I, go. I played that. <laughs> yeah. Kingdom Hearts two and Chain of Memories, the only Kingdom Hearts games I've finished, um, and that was a lot of fun because it was. Um, I don't know. It was just a really. It, it was just cozy. It was a really. It wasn't. I didn't get stuck in a lot of areas, mm. and uh, fights were just like. It, it's kind of what I love about turn-based games, where it's like I can apply the pressure if I really want to make this difficult for myself, or if I want to coast for a couple hours and just comfort food blast yeah. stuff. Like, um, yeah, the K- Kingdom Hearts kind of made sense for a moment there when I was playing Chain of Memories. <laughs> Two was very confusing. I didn't play one, but. Um, yeah, boy, that's a, that's a, it's, it's a tough library because there was a lot of stuff that I missed out on. A lot of franchises I still. What was the big Zelda in GBA? Minish Cap and that was it. There was no sequel. Well, or no, no there, were, there was a link well, to the past Minish four Cap. swords, right? And then then depending on whether you want to you know count yeah. it, there's the Oracle games yeah, for Game Boy Color, which I didn't play until I got a GBA. They had a GBA room that unlocked when you played them on GBA, in the in the town. But yeah, like I, I actually think like something like a link to pass. Four Swords, I mean, Four Swords, I think, should be released as a separate game. That'd be really nice for them to do that. But that version of Link to the Past has exclusive stuff because we're just getting about, like, Final Fantasy VI Advance. Mm. Like, the advanced Final Fantasies have exclusive yeah. stuff that isn't in the Pixel remasters. They just cut that content. Right. So it'd be nice to have, like, the Palace of the Four Sword. I mean, they added some, like, extra stuff. Not a fan of the Link noises in it, though, but, yeah. There's yeah. some other... Kind of uh, interesting changes. I, I also just only because I did the Star Wars retrospective. There are a lot of really Ooh. weird Star Wars GBA games. There's one called Flight of the Falcon. That's probably the worst Star Wars game that's ever been made. So that like one of your passes. It's or like you, you want that. Uh, I, I kind of want like <laughs> I'll give one of my passes literally for like all of these weird Episode Three game. You know, like you I go. think Power Battles had a GBA like variant oh, yeah, or something. So like, many of those. Yeah. It, it, I, just because there was like one. Like, one day I blinked, and there were, like, four new Star Wars games on PS4. I remember when they came, like, it was, like, Super Star Wars, and it's, like, Bounty Hunter and some stuff. be fun to get a little just weird Star Wars package, but probably not. Yeah. The third-party stuff, like you said, is... Um, might be nice not. to, if they get the, the Banjo stuff mm-hmm. on there. Oh. Um, yeah, because yeah. Microsoft seems to be willing to... That Banjo pilot, yeah. right? And they... They the, did have some kind of yeah, banjo game, right? Yeah, the title of it. We just talked about it, but it was like a more like traditional game. Oh, side yeah. scrolling, I believe. The those would be like nice to get on there, but also like I guess Game Boy Color had a perfect dark as well. So if you want to go back that far, you so can get wild. that. There, there are some crazy ass uh, like portable ports. Like there's a yeah. Doom for like Doom GBA, Raider has Tony a really Hawk. good Game Boy yeah. Color game that was only made for the Game Boy Color. That I remember at the time got a lot of hype and I played it and like didn't. 
finish it because she just moves really slow, like climbing down stuff. Like, but just, uh, it was really interesting. It wasn't like full Metroidvania, but it kind of it was. It, I, I'm 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 bummed now that like they've never gone in, in later platforms really experimented with a side scrolling, you know, yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, the, yeah, like they did. On the, the GBA Tony Hawk that came out at launch was, you know, really, yeah, really impressive. Like at actual 3D models. And What's stuff. the uh, Asterix and Obelix. Don't they have the GBA game or something? I'm sure they, they have somewhere? something yeah. on almost every platform that's come yes. out in Europe. So That's my number five. <laughs> Asterix and, and Obelix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you're digging into like any of the Game Boy stuff, I mean, not that it probably will happen, but getting that Game Boy Color Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Like just... They had a Crazy Bionic Commando on there too. <sighs> crazy Bionic yeah. Commando. I think the original black and white Game Boy is more hype than GBA. I think in terms of like the powerhouse stuff you could potentially put on that console. I don't know. Um, just because of that, did, did, doesn't it still? Isn't it still like the number one selling Nintendo anything? Like, Game Boy? No. Yeah. No, I, thought that, I thought it was still like DS Nintendo DS yeah. is the king. Right oh. now. I thought the original. There's something about the original Game, Game Boy, Boy sales pretty, numbers that creeps up it on was Game Boy. It's a lot higher than you think. I mean, yeah. Like, you know, over ten years. Yeah. Got that color refresh '98, but GBA didn't come till 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 2001. Because, like, you know, if we're playing Super Nintendo games on my Switch, that's neat, but I originally played this on a much bigger screen if I'm playing it handheld. We're like, seeing, seeing some of those mobile games kind of blown up in a handheld. That'll be weird. Yeah, Game Boy's third. PlayStation 2, then the DS. Game Boy's third. Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, and they come by in Game Boy and Game Boy Color because. Yeah. yeah. What else still, are you going to do? It's a weirdo. Random. Yeah. It is a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're. Did you have. One, do you want him to finish the two he doesn't yeah, want? Yeah. I'm, I'm literally like, I, I, I can see a Ziploc bag full of tiny cartridges. <laughs> but none of them have names. Like they all, you know, That's I'm so trying funny. to think like, what did I have? Um, because I think a lot of the stuff, like I wasn't playing Metroid. I wasn't playing Mega Man. I wasn't playing Pokemon. I was playing like anything Mario related, like anything that was like, like I think some of the sports games I picked up, but I can't really remember. Oh, gosh. Tennis was probably on Game Boy Advance, right? They One probably of my worst reviewed things was like an NFL Blitz game. Um, they had a virtual tennis on there. We didn't get a pilot wings in the GBA, right? That no. just went straight to 64, yeah. There was um, N64 and then the DS game. Or 3DS um, game, yeah. But yeah, crazy. That's all I got. And Damiani, you gave a couple. To to add still? Yeah, well, um, you said you said the Golden Sun games. Um, then, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to take anyone to you. I mean, you're... You're not you, taking from anybody else. Oh, uh, because I figured like yeah. there's, I mean, there's two have zero games, but like, <laughs> I still get like Max. Yeah, Ve- we have Ma- zero games. Oh yeah, one did, did one not come out here? Is that what it was? Because we had Maximum Velocity, Legend, and GP, or Le- yeah, Legend GP, and then Climax. Climax, the one yeah. I always forget. Jeez. Yeah. So they're straight there. I mean, obviously for me, like Minish Cap, like I want that on there. Um, the Oracle games would be nice. Uh, be nice to have both versions of Link's Awakening because the GB the color GP Legend I think GP Legend for yeah. for F Zero yeah yeah um, it'd be uh, interesting because I, I was mentioning it to you if they could somehow get uh, the European version of Boktai right on there because it doesn't require the device to get the sunlight although I mean that might defeat like the, it the sort of defeats of it. the purpose yeah. yeah but I mean they did do a release like that uh, who yeah. knows they might need Kojima approval yeah that'd be that'd be really nice. Um, 
I know there's a bunch of Kirby games I missed out on, so I'm hoping that they have a good yeah. a good lineup of the Kirby games on there so I can go back. Because while after Forgotten Land, I did try and go back and play more of the original NES one. Still not really feeling it, but... Oh, yeah, I think I think Superstar is a little easier to go back to. Yeah, once I yeah. got to Superstar, I was like, okay, I like this a little bit better. So I'm hoping, you know, these have the, the newer ones after that are, you know, yeah. just as delightful. And then you have any passes? Oh, get rid of all. If they're thinking, put them on there. Unless I'm just, I didn't really play them, but I don't see a point unless they have something unique to them. And yeah, any of the Super Mario Advance yeah. ones. So just like, <laughs> that's that's you on my list too. You don't Mario need Advance, any, any, all four of them. You don't need, uh, were there five or four? I don't even, can't even remember. You don't, you don't need those. And you don't need any and of you those. talk about voices. They added Mario voice sounds to those. So when okay, you jump, you hear Mario. No, don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. You can get rid of those. They can go bye-bye. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and then my other my other pass is actually F Zero Climax. Oh, so it's yeah. not good. I never played that no, one. Was, okay, no, no, no. Uh. No, those anime based ones were not great. Okay. Um, and then yeah, my my list and some of these are things that either uh some of these I haven't played uh but like Drill Dozer. Oh yeah, Drill never Dozer. played that game. Uh, game Freak platformer. Yeah. Um, Kuru Kuru Kururin. Uh, yep. I had that because I I imported my GBA. That was one of the first things I ever imported. Oh, nice! And so I got that game with it. Nice, yeah. But those never came. They yeah, you know, never got an English name <laughs> or release. Uh, I'm not sure if they could make it work with Joy Cons, but WarioWare Twisted. <laughs> I've never played. Oh, yeah. So and then I always hear about like how excellent it is. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, that's right. Great. There's you got to have a Game Boy to play that. Uh, you can't even play that on Game Boy Player, <laughs> so right. And I think that I think it might have. I don't know for sure. I'm not sure if it accounts for the GBA SP because the the slot is on the other side, okay. and so the motion would be backwards. Oh, yeah. So I don't know whether it has like an alternate mode or if it's like no, you have to play this on a, a regular GBA. GBA, yeah. So someone will correct me on that. Uh, Metroid Fusion well, we talked about. I mean, I'll correct you on the you can't review that on the Game Boy Advance player. You can't play it on the Game Boy Advance player. No, I've tried it. You can't. You most certainly. You can move the Game Boy. No, I've, move the I've done that. It will, <laughs> it will break your wrist pretty quickly. That's how we reviewed it back at Game Trailers, well, baby, when it came out. Well, hit the weight room there. Yeah. <laughs> ben, ben Moody rolled the game <laughs> around when we reviewed it with the cable sticking out of it. You needed a Game Sphere at that point. Yeah. <laughs> We all laughed at him when he was reviewing it. That was, uh, that's so funny. Oh, dear. Uh, and then uh, Mario and Luigi, the first, the Superstar Saga. Yeah. Yes. Yes, super, yes, yes. Super super thanks. Shout uh, out to Alpha Dream. Yeah. Isla, do you have any, any Game Boy favorites you want to throw in there? I mean, it's weird because all of mine have already been released or, like, are getting remade. So, mm. like, Advance Wars is getting remade. Oh, they, yeah. They put all the GBA, I think all the GBA Castlevanias are on that collection, right? Mm. Recently, so yeah, it's the DS that we still gotta get yeah. caught up on. So it's like I'm yeah. good. You guys said right. all the other good ones. <laughs> the the Fire Emblem games, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fire Emblem releases. and yeah. Sacred Stones. Old Fire Emblem is old. Nah. <laughs> I don't love the three that houses much. are bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the the first one that we got, GBA. Like I really was. Yeah, it was, it was just a, just a whole new thing. 
Yeah. yeah, the characters and everything that was going on with that. Had a friend send me it, and it was like, oh, because I played uh, the GameCube one first. I played uh, Path of Radiance first. Oh, okay. And then they're like, oh, do you know where Fire Emblem came from? And I'm like, oh, I, I know there's like older games. And I'm like, well, here, I have one copy. Like, I'll send you it so you can play. Cause it was Even then, it was hard to still get after its release and tried it out. I was like, oh, I, I like these too. So good stuff. Um, yeah, and it's like if you want to like, it's like it's not even the first real. It's not the first like Fire Emblem release, but they still called it Fire Emblem here, which right. is funny. So it's like you're so like if you want to think Final Fantasy is the only one that did stuff like that. Like right. Fire Emblem <laughs> also did the same thing. Right. Well, and then the fact that you know Advance Wars just became the name of the series for us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh... I'm curious if they had come out with them earlier, would they have called it Super Wars or Super Nintendo? Wars Probably called or? it Super Wars, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, plenty of games to shout out to that have missed it. Like, uh, I know people like the Mario vs. Donkey Kong, like March of the Minis. Right. Like, that one has some, like, fans for it. Um, there's the one that I've never played, though. Was it Ninja 5 The one that... Yeah, people have been bringing that one people up. People have been bringing yeah. it up, so, like, I'm glad it's getting attention because, mm-hmm. like, it's a little bit more obscure to, I think, like, the, the casual, like, fan. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, if that could be possible on there, because it's being pointed out as, like, one of the, like, technical feats if they can get that one running on there. So I'd like to check that out, you know, mm-hmm. in an official capacity, you know, without having to resort to other means would be nice. Um, but, yeah, third parties, just wrap it up for me. is just I'm curious about what the third party support will be on there. Just like I'm worried about, like, N6. I'm not worried so much about Game Boy's N64 because I think N64 is going to come to a trickle very soon because yeah. I'm not sure about that. I mean, third- it's already a trickle. It's one game well, a month. I think it's going to – I, yeah. I, well, I mean, I think it might be like every six months to a year you might see a game coming in the near future. Wow. Whereas, like, Game Boy has a huge lineup, but it's like how – like, same thing with, like, when you go to, like – the PlayStation Classic when it came out, uh, so many of those memories also involve third-party releases. And as we said, like a lot of them are just doing those collection releases, or might even want yeah. to do it piecemeal. And I think it's safe to say, though, even if that does happen, this will be one of the strongest lineups that they can have because it just has like the richest catalog of first-party titles, probably. Like, yeah. Period. Yeah. Do you think they would do Pokemon though? Pokemon is going to be – if they're going to do Pokemon someday, it's going to be a collection. I don't mm. think they're going to release it on that service because they're going to want to – there's either one or two things they do. They either remake them, if they've been doing. So, yeah. like, I yeah, don't think – Yeah, they've gone through and just successively been remaking each one, yeah. But I imagine there's going to be at some point in the future, by the 50th anniversary, at the ver- I predict by at least its 50th anniversary, <laughs> 50th we will get, like, a Pokemon Origins or whatever the heck it's going to be called, and it will have all the classic ones on there. What about, like, Chocobo Dungeon, or is there any, any other, like, Pokemon-ish stuff on the Game Boy Advance that was wasn't made? Digimon? Oh, all right, you brought it up. Digimon? Um... Or didn't they were, were like were the dungeon games? What did, did Pokemon did, Mystery Dungeon? Those yeah, yeah, were yeah, released. Yeah. So spinoffs have been on the service. Right. So I'm t- this the main, main the yeah. gen mainline gen right, games right. will not probably be on the service. Gotcha. I would guess. So you'll get those and any of the possible other ones. Yeah, yeah. A uh, crazy one that's come out uh, from Bloomberg reporting that Sega is rebooting Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Which is wild enough on its own. But then they say it's an part of an effort to search their past IP for a game to compete at the same level that's as not, Fortnite. That's no. Not, no. That's not a thing. What? 
one person said that and somebody's running away with it. I mean, There's, that's that, what Sega's everyone not that dumb. is trying yeah. to do. This Sega's. is this is related to this is also somehow related to the vague uh, the super game. Remember they they yes. like, talked about this partnership yes. with Microsoft yep, uh, yep, last yep. fall. The super uh, game where they're going like to be super cop, using like Azure Chan. cloud services. Super Wars. Super Wars, um, right? And they were like focusing on keywords like global, online, <laughs> community, global. and IP utilization. We're thinking <laughs> globally. Crazy Taxi and IP utilization. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Yeah. This is perfect. Uh, so apparently Crazy Taxi has been in development for more than a year. Jet Set Radio is in early development. But both could be released in two to three years or just canceled and never actually have an official I mean, confirmation. I'm kind of with you, Jones, that like this was like just shorthand. Someone used a shorthand phrase to explain right. like their big vision for it. I yeah. don't think they literally want it. They'd be overjoyed if it could be Fortnite. But I think that's like they're talking about the direction they want to go. Because right. if you literally wanted to be like Fortnite... Instead of spending all this money on this, really what they're going to do, a more effective use of their money and time would have been to t- call up Epic and be like, can you put Crazy Taxi right. in Fortnite? I Could mean, you put r- Jet Set in Fortnite? <laughs> just and wait. Like, just wait. We'll yeah, probably be bigger than what they're doing with this. No, it's, I mean, it's going to be a whole, true. it's going to be a whole, you know, chapter three roller skating thing that they're going to add. <laughs> and be, that'll, that will lead with it. Yeah, skate parks in Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing, uh, nothing wrong with bringing Crazy Taxi I back. feel like That's, those would both fit really well, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Fortnite, sure. Oh, but yeah. as, like, Fortnite-level Fortnite evolving games, I can't even picture it. Like, uh, like they, uh, they deserve to have short little six-hour games and be done. <laughs> but that's kind of Fall Guys-ish. I could see Crazy Taxi being kind of like a dist- – not Destruction Derby. What was the Destruction All-Stars. Mm. Like, uh, maybe I could see you repackaging that in a multiplayer sense where, like, we're all kind of tearing this city apart for, like, five minutes and then it's done. And then you just do that. You know, upgrade your car and customize and crazy taxis. Yeah, so, crazy yeah. taxis. Yeah, because like, taxi. Yeah, because I mean, I could see what they're probably going to do. Hopefully, is with crazy taxi. You're all like, there's a finite amount of like pickups for people, and so like whoever eventually learns like the fastest route or takes the more risk will get there faster. And so like you're too slow. Uh oh, you didn't get your fare, and now like uh oh, you're going to get eliminated from the match. So I imagine that could be kind of fun to play. Um, something like that, but still, that doesn't. I mean, I don't know how long you could keep that up. I mean, right? Do they have the like? It's like like so many questions come to mind. Like just resources. Ooh, they've been working on this for a year. Great. How big of a team? Do you know how big the Fortnite team is? Like, do you have any idea what you're like, <laughs> what you're getting into? And like, w- why does this need to be a game as a service? Like, people just want a follow up, like a traditional follow up. Just these weird, crazy ideas that like. Are gonna probably, but if it thinks like just trying to think because I feel like crazy, ta- crazy taxi's got to be the easier one out of these, right? Because like Jet Set Radio, Splatoon, sure, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that urban vibe, competitive but playful, you know, like there's your own, you can bring your own fashion to it. There's like, yeah, point totals and there's a way to win or lose, but there's also modes where you just kind of goof off. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like my first thought, which was like. Why not play both of these at the same time? You know, why don't have I was like just that. I'm going through the city while people are spray painting and you know and going like You're absolutely right like the extreme sports Fortnite. <laughs> That's yeah. like what Riders Republic like super wanted to try to be, and it just is and the jet too set annoying. People, to the jet set to. people are the fares for the crazy taxis. Oh they have God. to get across the map, but yeah, other like, players pick you up. Marty McFly style, you can you know like tan yeah, skitch it. I knew there was a word. Skitch it. Skitch it. You. 
you owned a t-shirt of at least one t-shirt yes. with the word on it. I mean, I just I'm a big fan of the game Skitchin. You know yeah. what? We would skitch yeah. as children off each other's bikes. See, Jones, I have skitched. Sega's not thinking big enough because you're absolutely right. They should be combining these if they're going for like they want to go for a Fortnite. Right. You can't just have crazy taxi or Jetson right. Radio. And it would be a perfect name, Isla, to call this new like IP Skitchin. Like just take <laughs> oh over. Like that's the new the new game. The super game is called Skitchin. Doesn't Sega skitch also night. own Ace Combat? No, that's Namco. <laughs> oh. And I Namco. I like where your head is at. What else? But they have Afterburner. Just get the yes. Afterburner. So I like where your head is at. But no, here's where here's my, where my head is at. This is what's crazy. The crazy taxi metaverse, right? Because Fortnite's <laughs> all about their metaverse. <laughs> right. So so you take your taxi over over, over to, you know, God of World War section of town. Right. Pick up Kratos and then you've got to ferry him <laughs> yeah. over, you know, to the Sonic side. Right. You know, and then you pick up Knuckles. Right. And you know, and you take him to uh, Spider Man land. <laughs> yeah, these are the big ideas it needs. <laughs> hey, you, you, I think you're on the right track, Bloodworth. All I need to do is like the taxi driver. Each like month, there's a cameo taxi driver. So like instead of just going to land, like Kratos is now the taxi driver for that season. Like for that I'm season, of Kratos being the passenger. Though. That's no, he's a like, driver, and you get like you unique dialogue and everything. And like you, the, I mean, the car have, gets power ups from it. You yeah. got PS2 Kratos picking up PS4 Kratos. There you go. And Travis Bickle is in there. Travis Bickle is in the game. <laughs> That's. I wonder. What percentage of our audience knows who Travis Bickle is, Isla? Oh, uh, I don't know. I wonder. 35? Corrections yeah. coming next. <laughs> um, it's, a good, it's a good synergy. Um, uh, one thing I was thinking for, for Jet Set, now that we have haptics and stuff, do you remember, most people probably don't, Infamous Second Son, they had like one of the like open world things that you did was you, you, you sprayed graffiti in that mm-hmm. game. But then, like, what you would do is, like, you would kind of, like, shake the PS4 controller. <laughs> and, like, you'd, it would, if they made a really good rumble to where it felt like the ball in a spray paint can. And then you held it sideways and, like, pushed the yes. trigger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, doing crazy stuff like that with, with the, the dual sense, I wonder if they could improve on that at all. Just not enough grinding in games. And Ooh. not that kind of grinding. What will the, yeah, what would the haptics on the grinding feel like? sliding around on the, the skates. Oh, different textures for different material. Yeah. Also, the live chat rightly brings up that the music licensing, they better have OG music in the That's existing. That's one of the yeah. hardest things, yeah. yeah. Nightmare. Hey, if they teamed up with Epic, they would get it. Right. <laughs> yeah. See? They'd have live it. concerts in the... Yes. In the game. But you, I mean, as someone who... I hear you play a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. As somebody who plays MMOs... You must appreciate how the player base makes the world look wonderful. You know, like you walk into a city and it's neat to see people doing things, crafting, expressing themselves, dancing. You see people in different classes or not. It, no, it, 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 you just you're, cave the whole time. You're, you're, you're a descriptor of beautiful. It's like, sure, I don't think choose to use that word. Expressive. But yes. You know what I mean? Like people using the tools that they are given, like Monster Hunter, a great example. People would craft back at, you know, like going into a, a yes. public area. And it's like, yeah, taxis would be fun, but it just like yeah. the whole grinding, spray painting, coloring the environment, like just even not doing anything, just kind of looking around at people just has more cruising. personality for sure. Yeah. That would be neat to look at. I bet that could be Oh wait. Hmm? That's part of the hybrid gameplay is that there there's one group doing driving crazy taxis. There's the other people doing jet set. <laughs> and you can you can be the fair as jet set and get picked up, but 
you're also trying to tag the cabs that players are driving without them noticing that you've done it because they'll run you over otherwise. <laughs> and then you get bonus points. And then you sketch. And then you sketch. And then taxis Huey Lewis sketching the news. other taxis. Yeah, yeah. Taxis and then Huey Lewis and the news on. comes on, and you're just having a great time. Kratos on skates. I mean, yeah. it's just Kratos Skate, on skates. Skatesos. This has been a good meeting. <laughs> yeah, but concerts, though, would we see center of town with the offspring playing? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and Jet Jet as well is, is very musical, but they could totally have, you know, it's like. Very different. But yeah. Um, having like, listen, having some kind of a, a celebration around a new album or new track coming out, you know. And just Jones, like, it's like Rock and Roller Coaster in Disney World. You're you're mm. hearing the concert that you're in the car going to as you're in the car going to it. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. If Sega ever even acknowledges the existence of these games, uh, but fun, fun to think about, will be real fun to see. And whether whether yeah. the Fortnite esque is you know Fortnite esque elements are just drummed up, or if if we get something wild, the more we keep that PS One, PS Two era extreme sports vibe alive, the closer we get to that tricky remaster, and there that's what go. we all want. This week, Meta. Not Oculus, not Facebook, Meta. Right. <laughs> had a Quest 2 showcase uh, and went through a, a lot of games coming out uh, in the near future. It seems like most of them are either uh, very soon in the summer or uh, you know coming out by the end of the year at least. Uh, so dug through uh, some, some recaps and some of the trailers on that and uh, some, some good looking stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not going to like go over each and every single game, but uh, I have some highlights that I want to go over and... and, and Pick your brains about. Uh, just, just overall though, what do you? What do you? Because Jones, you said you watched the whole lineup. Just yeah, I watched the ones you posted you? in Slack. Okay. I watched those specifically. Yeah, I think it, you just mentioned that like this stuff is coming out soon. I think that's smart for VR. Like, I don't think even like myself as a Quest owner, I'm not going to be years past thinking about what what about that old VR game that's been in development <laughs> yeah. for four years. Like, just don't just don't tell me about it because I'm not. I'm just kind of focused on you know more stuff kind of console based. Whereas I just found out uh, Mercenaries just ha- got uh, added to RE4 VR. Yeah, that was that was uh, one of like, the. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, right you know, it's so like I'm already having stuff that's not even a new IP. Like completely make me plug everything back in. Like I got to check out Mercenaries. That was um, their shadow drop, basically. It was like, yeah. and right now, free um, update. And you don't have to plug anything in for the Quest Two, Jones. <laughs> right. Well, you got to charge that sucker. Gotta well, get, you know, yeah. Get it juiced up. But um, so yeah, it's it's. To me, having owned it, that's the kind of stuff that really attracts me. That like, I think you're going to get somebody on a weekend to be like, "Oh, that's right, I got to check that thing out." Got it. As opposed to like, remind me two years later when like, didn't that come out? Like, no, no, it comes out this weekend. Like, oh, okay, what's it? Let me watch that trailer again. Like, it's just not really going to get in my head. Um, but um, interesting, what like, I think Walking Dead's interesting because it's like, it's it's, I, I kind of know as much of about Walking Dead in VR as like the TV show. Like they seem to just keep making games and keep marketing it a lot. <laughs> so yeah, interesting what, what franchises, what companies are still yeah. spending a lot of money on VR. Yeah, the first one I've got down is uh, Moss Book 2, mm-hmm. which I which mm-hmm. I just played mm-hmm. on uh, PlayStation VR uh, and uh, talked about on Frame Trap. Uh, excellent game, real, real cool game. I haven't even seen a trailer for Moss. It's so on my list that I'm just like, yeah. yes. Yeah, I will play it. Yeah, new, new stuff with like uh, you get new weapons and, and and different abilities, and there's more traversal things as well. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a whole game full of Zelda dungeons essentially. 
that you just get to like like a diorama that you're like in. Yeah. Like yeah. you're imagine like the whole like a Zelda dungeon, but the whole walls just kind of end like right in your face, and so you're like, and if you it, on reflective services, if you like kind of lean in, you can see. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's you're a couple of spots in the game where you That's can pretty see cool. your, you know? yeah, your character. Yeah, because you're not like you don't walk around; you just watch the mouse walk around. right? You, you control the mouse. Yeah, yeah, so you control. You essentially are co-oping with yourself. Right. So you That's are the cool. reader. Yeah. And so like, and as the reader, you're essentially the camera in the game. Uh, but you're always on like a fixed point on each yeah, screen. Yeah, so good for motion sickness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you control yeah. the mouse quill, uh, you know, like you just would like a typical platformer like right, Astrobot right. or something. But then you can also reach in with the controller uh, and like interact and like move things around or like grab enemies and things like that. Cute. But as, as like a Disneyland fan, it's like playing a role playing, playing an action adventure game through like any of the fun rides I love in Fantasyland, where it's like, yeah, it's you know, it's it's a good looking game, but it kind of has that faux, you know, like like v- you're not going to get a lot of. I feel bad for like the action games because it's like this, this platform's just not like at the level as other action games in 2022. <laughs> so it's something like this makes me feel much more like it might not be totally realistic, but even if it does have kind of a faux vibe, I'm in the vibe. Like I'm I'm in a storybook. It's kind of like a pop up, you know. Like yeah, uh, it doesn't really feel very diorama to me. Like everything is you know. Well, well built out. It's just yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's what you always kind of want to do with a diorama is kind of blow it up and stick your head all the way inside of it. You know, um, it's just immersive in a way that uh, a lot of VR games don't because you. Uh, I brought up a good point you never really thought of, which is it's great for motion sickness because you're just you're just sitting there like it never moves yeah. anywhere you don't want to move. Yeah, there are times where you can like see collectibles by just like moving your head around the corner yeah. or that kind of thing. But... And you always want to get Quill out, and so when Quill like finds the exit finally and then fades to black and then fades up, and Quill just kind of like <gasps> like will hop into the new zone and look around, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, what's this place? Um, and that's also great for VR because if you're even the least bit tired, like you move into a new zone, and then you just that was fun. And so it's like a perfect time to just, okay, yeah. I'll pick it up and I won't be confused when I pick up the game because I'm starting right at the beginning of chapter like 11 of 30 or whatever. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool, actually. I yeah. Like that about you said moving around, being able to move around pieces or interact with the enemies to maybe like help out. Like, is it like a distraction or do you can you like attack them? Like, I'm assuming there, you're, there's, you distract there's a them. few different things. It kind of depends on the enemy. Okay. So there are some enemies where you can just grab and hold them in place and then attack with Quill. Um, and then uh, there are like uh, these kind of like roly poly bugs, and you grab them and you pull them back, like pulling on it like a like a pinball machine. And then when you release, they'll like go oh, up walls or cool. like bash into other enemies and stuff like that. And then um, enemies that like have like projectile weapons, you can grab them and like actually shoot their weapons at other enemies. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a there's a lot of different things that you can do, and so that's what I mean. It's like it's like playing co-op with yourself. It's like okay, I've got like standard controller stuff here. And then, you know, moving it around. And then I think that'll probably be even uh, a little bit different with, you know, the Quest because you've got, like, the separated controllers yeah, um, with a pro- better motion tracking. And then the main thing I would be looking forward to is just, like, a higher resolution on that mm-hmm. screen versus the PlayStation VR. And it's been a bit. Uh, Moss was, like, a PSVR darling, like, right when it came out. Mm-hmm. I remember I played that on PSVR. I never played it on Quest. And so I was like – and at the end of Moss – like – you the menu you're standing in this like huge hall 
at like a da- at a, one of the tables yeah. above like 20 tables laid out in front of you in this like gigantic room. Yeah, you're and, in a library. And like going through the, the this giant book. Yeah, you grab and the pages and flip the pages, yeah. At the end of it, they're like, see you in chapter two. Like it's very much like we're going to make more of these no yeah. matter what. And so this, this like Jones literally picks yeah. up from I where you it. defeated the snake. That's yeah. how, that's the vibe I got. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know. So cool. again, it's why when the trailers came out, it was like, I'm going to play that. Why would I <laughs> more spoil it for me? Like just want to dive back in. Yeah, I think actually having played it and having done the preview and stuff, like they, they did a pretty good job of, of dodging the spoilers. And so much of, again, with the action stuff, like so much of what I see people doing in VR, you know, horror stuff is like, you know that horror game style you like? Imagine if it was VR. And it's like, that could be neat, but probably tough and probably tough to compare both experiences where Moss is like, this wouldn't work outside of VR, which, right. is, diffi- which is frustrating for people who can't do VR. But um, uh, just as exciting when something like that gets a sequel, and it's like, oh, it's a franchise now, neat. Because it's, I'm, I'm curious what stuff they explore and with the risks they take with yeah. the next one. Um, the probably the headline announcement from the event is uh, Ghostbusters VR. We just had another yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters game announced, but this one, um, the it just had a quick teaser, not actual gameplay, uh, but you get a little bit look at the art style. Um, and which I, I noticed there's like a, one of the characters were wearing like an animal hat. So it makes me wonder like how much like collectible or character mm-hmm. customization okay. there might be. Like you maybe create your own Ghostbusters kind of a thing. Uh, it can be played solo or up to four player co op. Uh, they did be? talk about it as if it, like, it has a campaign. Like so it does actually have a story to get through. Uh, but it's set in uh, like a new uh, new firehouse. It's set in San Francisco. Different. Different environment, so looks kind of cartoony. Looks kind of like okay. the, the cartoon of Ghostbusters, like, which I okay. think the other one does too. Yeah, yeah a little they both kind of do. Yeah, is and this even... in universe with that other one? Are they both continuing? Because the... I think this part of the franchise. story seemed like it was franchising Ghostbusters outfits. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. I think that might be the Maybe case. No, but I don't the know West Coast sure. Ghostbusters. I remember there was like a I hope Wii so, Ghostbusters kind of. as well that kind of had like the what's it like a Clone Wars type. Mm. vibe or whatever like the animated mm. clone wars i don't know right. like those exaggerated like fucky right. faces but i can't remember if it's like that or if it's just more like just colorful cartoony yeah yeah it's specifically how egon had like orange hair on the show uh, and a little like swoop on yeah. the front of his hair like one of the guys looks like that like he has the orange oh, hair nice. and like it was like is that e-? like <laughs> i wonder I, it'd be fun if you could play as like different versions of them like or, um, or again, or like, it, you know, just more just costumes like, and stuff. Yeah, costume like, stuff. Like you pick your hairstyle on that. You know, all of those cartoon ones are in there. Yeah. Uh, not great trailer though. That trailer was kind of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's was, what I mean. It's like okay, it's like you're kind of doing faux gameplay, but I still yeah. like with VR. It's like no, I need to see like faux how you play faux this. script. Yeah. And again, it's like ah, ghost came out at you. It's like. Oof. Welcome yeah. to VR from like yeah, six years ago. Yeah, here's an EKG meter. Yeah. Here's a ghost. The most exciting moment is at the end of the trailer, the ghost comes out and then takes the Oculus controllers and puts the headset on and like <laughs> out of the <laughs> out of the, the logo. So it's like that's that to me is more exciting than kind of teasing maybe what it'll look like. Like if you told me Ghostbuster VR was happening, I wouldn't be like, what on earth is that going to look like? <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. Kind you of know, I probably yeah, I know how it's. So they spent all go. the budget on the other game because they had to explain that other game a little bit better. Yeah. PKE meter. PKE. PK fire. But the <laughs> they had three letters. They yeah, the sound they're same. pretty close. <laughs> it, I mean, that is a franchise and a platform that totally makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, and could be scary, could be funny, could be great solo, fantastic multiplayer. Like, yeah, I, I could see a lot of friends 
I could see two friends minimum, maybe four or more, that are like one's the mass. They're both massive Ghostbuster fans, but one is a Quest, and like saw that trailer and was like, oh no. Like, like Fred called like, yo, you have to buy one now. Like, all yeah. right. And you know the two definitive things people want to experience when they play that game, like for their first, like themselves, is uh, getting slimed. Sure. You want that, you want that VR slime. Oh, true. And you want Stay Puff to blow up all over you. You want to be covered in that marshmallow. I mean, just like, have it just happen. Just goo yeah. in just, general sh- and visibility. Yeah. Like even having like pest ghosts that'll get in front of you and like like. I feel make like it tough Stay Puff though is like the Ghostbusters equivalent of Pyramid Head. Like stay up, yeah. Marshall Man should not be in any Whoa. other moment. After Afterlife, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> I like, just oh. imagine like looking through a grate, you know, and Stay Puffed is like, <laughs> yeah. there. Like, so like, hey, stay Puff doing undulating. In there? You won't, don't look at the trap either when you're in VR, right? Maybe yeah. like yeah, that'd be kind of a fun effect to do if you look at it. You like first person sexy win in VR. You cross the streams, it's just instant fail. Hey, now <laughs> apparently it's good to cross the streams. They're, they're undoing yeah. this, cross getting a little. Bummed out about that. But, uh, they they crossed the streams as a good thing in the very first yeah, movie, Damiani. Yeah. yeah, but it was like a hail mary play. You don't, yeah. don't want to read. You don't want to be but in a situation where you do it, it again. Works. Now they know it, it works. Now they know it works. Looked that it was supposed to work. It's like there's definitely like the a very whole, like slim possibility of like, chance of success. Egon's quote. <laughs> it's, like, they know how to do it now. Everybody's uh, gonna hold them. Uh, uh, aspire to. Uh, I don't know if you remember Aspire. No, I mean, how could I? Have you seen this trailer? Like, I f- I'm s- I'm sorry, action VR people. Like, you're it's like you're a robot with a machine gun. It's like that's I can't. <laughs> you're I, not into it. If I, for the rest of my uh, life I couldn't play all the games that look like exactly like this game. Like, <laughs> okay. it's neat because there's. Ste- I actually there's, think it's neat. There's stealth uh, and, and action. And I know yeah, yeah. Brad had checked out the first game at E3 or something, and it sounded like it plays well. You definitely don't want to waste your time with action games in VR that don't control or look well because mm-hmm. they those exist. Like you can you know um, follow good reviews, follow lots of players and lots of downloads. Like don't experiment in that genre because obviously there's a lot of people that are like in VR you use guns. That's what VR is for, you know. And so like there's a lot of people trying to make that work. Aspire is I think they're leaning more action on this one. I could be wrong, but it's a, it, it but looks, it's, it's it's a stealth game. The trailer's like fifty fifty. It's like yeah. you get there's two like because you're you're a person controlling a robot in the you know in the world. Yeah, which VR, is kind of fun. VR to is in the lore of the game. Yeah. yeah, I like being a robot. That's that's kind of the um, Lone Echo one and two has that thing where like when you die, you become a different robot and have to like go out and it like actually contextualizes like you can see like oh there's that's there's the old version of me. Um, but one is specifically built for stealth and one's built for action. So it's like, I guess you can play the game either way. But um, it's just, kind of, yeah, as far as the VR offerings, fairly conventional. Mm-hmm. But if that's your thing. Well, it also, uh, one of the things I think is, is kind of fun is that they have uh, they have voice commands. So, like, you know, when like they want it behind the guy and they're like, you know, drop your weapon. Right. You can actually walk, you can say drop your weapon. That's fun. I never did Hitman. And VR. So, yeah, that was, speaking of sneaking up on people, that looked pretty crazy. Uh, there's uh, Ruins uh, Magus, which I won't say a whole lot about, but it's an anime-inspired uh, RPG. Um, dude, it's got a lot of JRPG in VR, dude. <laughs> so you can look at your cool spiky hair, right? Yes. But like go. Jones was saying, this is one of the things to me to where it's like, you know, it's, oh, it's like kind of a game where you run around shooting things. Like, this is like running around shooting things, but you're throwing fireballs instead oh, of... Okay. You keep having a gun. I think it'd be kind of cool if it was you like do have turn, a shield, though. If it was like turn-based and stuff, you could like turn and look at each of your party members' moves and stuff. Like, that'd be kind of fun. Getting ready yeah. to go. Like, that would be a more fun concept I think the towns and character interactions look fun, though. And, uh-huh. and there's a lot of... 
like, you know, look like there was some crafting or food recipes or something. And it's neat to, like, look at something in your menu and actually have, like, a piece of paper in the world that you're looking at. But um, they have a shot where you drink a potion and then just, like, toss the bottle and it smashes on the ground. All the combat was in, like, the same room. Like, all the dungeons were, like, that kind of light blue. Like, that light blue. Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, well, kind of like the original Mega Man Legends dungeons kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So that seemed a little bit repetitive because, like, when I first saw it, the gal was, like, speaking Japanese, like, welcome to this world. I was like, oh, here we go. This could be... <laughs> It's be interesting to see. We don't get a lot of these, like JRPGs and first person and VR is interesting. VRPGs. 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 J JVRPGs. VJRPGs. VJRPGs. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I haven't even dabbled in these. I don't know whether it, I, I like. I know they have a good reputation, but I don't. I don't know anyone that's played them personally. Is the The Walking Dead? Yes. Saints and Sinners, Chapter Two, Retribution. Right. I don't ever want to put that in a video title. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Saints and Sinners needed another title for another yeah. chapter, like Saints Listen. and Sinners Chapter Two. If someone's not going to buy Saints and Sinners Chapter Two, they're not going to buy Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution. Like <laughs> Retribution's <laughs> not in it, yeah. especially since it kind of like the logo goes straight over the Saints and Sinners, and it's like, right? What was the link you said? It was like WDSS. Yeah, they just, they just abbreviated the <laughs> like, whole thing. TWDSS. Yeah. Chapter two. TWDSSA. It's like it's its own word now. <laughs> but that's a great example of that franchise has sold a lot. And that's like if you get an Oculus, you get a lot of these um, uh, VR systems. It's like a game they immediately just start yelling, games, yep. right, yelling at you. It's a popular genre, but like the, it just feels really good. They've just done a really good job. Yeah. And it's a, a good trailer because that's against what Ghostbusters should have done, where it's like it's all in game. Like there's a little bit of theatrical gameplay of, oh, I ran out of bullets. Oh, I'll go to my chainsaw. And it's like, why would you do? <laughs> um, but uh, um, it just, yeah, I, I, of the little bit I dabbled in that, it's just like, Everything feels very precise. The difficulties ramped up really well. A lot of zombie stuff is very arcadey and point, but kind of House of the Dead. Pling, okay. pling, pling, pling. You know, it like doesn't, it's not very immersive. And the Walking Dead games are like very desolate, very, you know, sad and depressing and uh, fun, thrilling, good stuff. Just haven't spent a lot of hours in them. Yeah. Uh, they showed a little bit of NFL Pro Era, which I'm not sure how that, yeah. Just even, like even watching the trailer with gameplay, and I'm like, how does, how does this work? <laughs> like, I know you're like throwing a ball at another guy, but then he catches it and you just kind of watch him. And I'm like, so, okay, so now what do you, you got to throw to the right guy? <laughs> but, yeah, not dabbling into that one. Uh, Cities VR from the City Skyline team. It's cool. I feel like it could be cool, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, I remember uh, watching a trailer for that earlier with Don and he was kind of disappointed. Oh, like, no. Be cool if it went down. Too, yeah. no. Be cool if it went back and forth. If you could go to cities you built in PC, oh, if it was just like, yeah. if it was yeah. always uploading and so it didn't matter what you were What was that SimCity game that let you do that? You were like Sim Racer or something where you could Whoa. drive on the streets of cities you built. Mm. I remember as a kid thinking it was like the coolest idea I'd ever heard, but we never had a PC that could run it or something like that. Or like our PCs were too new or something like that. Yeah. That's cause like the problem even with dreams is like it's like a musical instrument. You really got to learn, you know, the ins and outs to get really comfortable with like I think of something like a roller coaster tycoon in VR and like. It'd be neat to be there, but the building is just so much better with a keyboard and a mouse. And like, yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of genres I favor the keyboard and mouse, but that's definitely one that's like just kind of a no-brainer. So it's like it'd be neat if a franchise kind of did both. It'd be expensive, but I'd be more into it. There's Bone Lab, which is the follow-up to Bone Works. 
Dude, Boneworks made me so nauseous. Right. I wonder if they've improved that at all. (laughs) Ugh, Boneworks, dude. It sounds like a Grim Fandango kind of thing, but it's not. It's Like, it's a VR game with head bobble in it. It, Uh, Why would you do that? Yeah, because, it's like I said with shooters, like a lot of people have a lot of wild ideas for like how fun action games could be. That like... uh, like mafia game that I played that was PSVR exclusive, maybe still is Tr- Blood and Truth. Mm-hmm. Like had a very like cinematic approach to it. Yeah, it's that's like this game, is yeah. you're, this we're not really going for immersion in the classical like you know like sense where you really feel like you're in control. It's kind of on rails, but was after like four or five hours, I'm like oh I just played you know like an action mafia game that was fun or a mafia movie basically. Whereas yeah, what you know uh, um, the game that we're talking about is just like a little too much. I don't need to do this much stuff. You know, I remember like tr- the training area took us like an hour and 15 minutes to go right. through. It's like, here's how you grab and then flip and then like. But that, yeah, that seems to be the thing that they're really focusing on is is, is just having those those physical interactions um, and looking at, you know, just what they had in the trailer. It's like it, it does have sort of like that test chamber sort of idea. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, now here you go into the underground tunnel area and you're fighting skeletons and then like, oh, you go into this area that looks more like a test chamber and you're, you know, Fighting like kind of like vector polygon people, and then cool. And then there's another area that you know has like uh, like escalators and stuff where there's like you know dudes in like hazmat suits, you know. And but then they like they clearly showed off like a, a corner. It's like here's the mod community area. So I think it's just it, it feels to me like Bone Lab maybe more of like a platform in a way, kind sure. of like more like dreams in, in that regard. Towards like okay, we're, here's some levels. But actually, this is kind of about like building the tools and like how you interact with the world. Yeah, it was gameplay before everything. Yeah, when we, when we tried it out, we were like, "Whoa, there's a lot to this," and it can be confusing. You can't see the controller in a lot of these games. Yeah. You, you have these buttons at your fingertips, but like, it's tough to teach people because you're like, "Press A," and they're like, "What? Uh, like, hang on." Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, especially you know, when you use four different VR setups, and you're like, "Well, yeah. A is different on oh, everything." Yeah. Oh yeah, um, but. But yeah, neat. If I mean, again, if action is like the thing you want to do in VR, like, um, could be really rewarding. I just didn't got tired. Got, it, was, it was a lot. It was exhausting. It was like actually learning how. It was like if you yeah. actually went to like like if you joined the military, you know, and like actually boot went camp. after like an hour of boot camp. Like, <laughs> when's lunch? Yikes! Uh, they showed off Among Us VR, which had a cute little trailer. People like putting their hands in the air, like nice. pointing it at the other nice. people. But that's another <laughs> that's one where so I'm silly. like, yeah, I don't know if I want to like. You have to walk around, yeah. like that's Among Us. Like you have to walk around. Like teleporting's not gonna really work in that. And so I just wonder, like, how, like that, that's the game I I worry about the nausea factor for sure. I was wondering the same thing. Uh, can, can you not teleport at all? I suppose that would make it hard to kill you if you're the, the imposter. Yeah, like I I I I'm not saying that there's not an option because I didn't like read through a fact sheet or anything on it, but it it feels like it would have a different. It would have problems if you're teleporting around because yeah. you're supposed to catch somebody in the act walking through the hallway. Uh, and they had shots like that, too. Where, like mm. You just walk up to someone and you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, one of the last ones I saw was uh, Red Matter 2. Yo, this looks sick. It does. I have never no even heard fami- of this. I have no idea what Red Matter one is. Yeah, yeah now, <laughs> I'm, like, ring a bell. now yeah. I'm like, I got to go buy Red Matter because this looks cool. <laughs> it's like puzzly. Yeah, it's exploration, puzzle-based. You're crossing the solar system. They mentioned you have a better jetpack. I'm like, oh, you had a jetpack in the first one? I'm like, okay. 
Uh, but yeah, working through space right, stations, yeah. kind of going through like dungeon areas. I love sales uh, points like that when they're like, cool. hey, the thing is better. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess it was bad and the other one yeah. I've never yeah. heard of. Great. Uh, you have kind of like these little uh, claws that look like claws in like a claw machine, uh, but they kind of function similar to the gravity gloves in Half-Life, cool. so they cool. stole that, which is smart. Yeah, everyone steal that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely looks like a, cool. a, a game yeah. I would like to play. Uh, and they do say that, like, similar to Moss, like, it's, it's just picking up from the end of the last cool. game. So, it, like, first game ended on a cliffhanger. This one's picking right up where they left off. And I think that's a good comparison. We were talking about uh, Bone, whatever. Bone Storm, whatever. Bone, Bone Storm. Storm. It's a good crazy. example of, like, you know, if you're if you're getting into a game and you're learning, like, I can do 30 different things and they're all kind of weird versus, like, one mechanic that just, ooh, that feels good. Yeah. You know, it's like you really, you know, like, they're... If I if if I can get at least one of those moments of like oh I just want to do that again and again even if it's like reloading like reloading sucks in a lot of VR shooters <laughs> and in like Alex it was like oh wow they figured that out that's a lot of fun um, so that goes a long way and so uh, yeah it's again with the, with the Bone franchise it can be a little off putting because the Boneverse <laughs> because not one of those things is as well developed and feels as good as some you know moving quill around or yeah. Yoinking something from the corner of a room. Feels good in VR. And now, a word from our sponsors. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly the high point in our academic careers. I studied German, which comes in handy when you're going to Gamescom, but not when you're ordering a burrito in L.A., which I do much more frequently than going to Gamescom, although I loved it. Telling people, ich bin allergisch gegen Milchprodukte, very useful in Germany. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons they'll actually lose in the real world. I've been learning Norwegian so I can, like, talk in a secret language to my girlfriend who is from Norway, and I can, like, eavesdrop on their phone calls between her and her mom now and i'll be like hey i know that i know that word <laughs> like why are you guys talking about strawberries what's like the 13th warrior what was the antonio banderas yeah. movie where he's like sitting around the fire and he just picks it up <laughs> yep you know and then like you know gets back at him that's it i, I love that moment in movies where it's like haha i know what you i know that insult yeah. gotcha. or if you're on a bus and people are like be talking about you behind your back, but they don't realize you actually speak the language. <laughs> You're like, um, guys. Anyway, Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel uses uh, lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching methods uh, method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps to improve your pronunciation and accent. It won't let you slouch. That stuff is is hardcore. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. The games are pretty cute, actually. They're kind of fun. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash 
allies. That's babbel.com slash allies for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Babbel is B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash easy allies. Saying goodbye to high interest credit card debt is one of the first steps toward financial independence. But the interest month after month can start to feel like you're on what, Jones? Hamster wheel. That's right. A hamster wheel. Never-ending hamster wheel. That is where Upstart comes in. Upstart-powered personal loans can help you pay down high-interest debt, all online with simple and easy-to-understand payments. Upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score, so rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash easy allies. That's upstart.com slash easy allies to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash easy allies, U-P-S-T-A-R-T, upstart.com slash easy allies. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Amy Hennig is at it again. (laughs) New Star Wars game on the way from from her new company, uh, Skydance New Media, described as a richly cinematic action-adventure game featuring an original story in the legendary Star Wars galaxy. Uh, and if you don't remember uh, why, why this is slightly funny, uh, not exactly funny, but uh, Hennig previously worked on the uh, Star Wars uh, EA game that uh, Visceral was going to make. She joined the team in 2014 after being at Naughty Dog for many years. Uh, and then uh, after several years of development and kind of conflict and changing ideas, uh, EA leadership abandoned the project and uh, closed Visceral in 2017. Never even got a name. Yeah. Didn't even know yeah. what to... Yeah, yeah the yeah. smuggler game, I guess we can call it. Yeah, saw a desert planet, but we got a, we got a fair number of those in the Star Wars universe, so it was hard to really True. peg it. Um, is no shade... The era. No shade, but is, is, is Amy Hennig still, like... <laughs> is, is that a... Is that a boon? Is that an advertisement? Is that a plus? Like, no shade. I, she's probably I mean, great. Uncharted is... You know, no, I know. Fantastic yeah. for sure. But it's yeah. like after how many things right. that never come out do you stop using a person's name as a like But I mean that's know? only that one game. What else? yeah. I think her and Jade Raymond have like a bet going. Right. Yeah. Jade right. Raymond's like definitely far had more can we go? problems. But at least now yeah, Sony's right. funding her thing, so I want Hedig to go for the hat trick because that's something that's really never been done in this industry. If she can get this canceled and then get on another Star Wars game, <laughs> who's gonna who is ever gonna top that? I think that's something yeah. she'll be really able. Uh, to me, that's better than a really good Star Wars action adventure uh, game. I mean, sure, but you could also read this as a 
people who are behind the scenes are privy to some of her like work and were actually impressed with it and like right. th- this person is very deserving of getting another crack at this. Yeah, and maybe it also just be that they they really want to do a Star Wars game, sort of like hey, like another chance. I don't care what people are going to say. Like let's 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 do this. So. I mean, this seems like it probably has a better chance of coming out. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. If it's if it's her company, you know, yeah. there's it's like, no yeah. one to cancel. Yeah, other it's than like Disney, really. Yeah, it's yeah. like unless the license is revoked, they like not happy with what they see. It's like the ball's completely in your court this time. So I mean, maybe that's what it took was making the game on her and her team's own terms this time. Fallen Order too, I think is a nice shot in the arm. That too, just in terms yeah. of like, yeah. Because oh, I'm trying yeah. to think, like around Force Unleashed, like were there any other action games we got? In Star Wars, like I know the MMO oh. has a ton of action oh, in it, not but really, like, but Lucas Arts single... was making most of that. Stuff, you get all so. those yeah. like so we ones the child. Yeah, I think they're putting a lot of money to that. I'm a little nervous. I saw some tweet that's like, "Whoa, we got a lot of stuff coming." And it's like, oh, that's never a good sign, <laughs> you know. Like I'm looking at this huge list, and it's like uh, it would be yeah. great yeah, to so... actually see all of these things. But I hope, like, if the David Cage game bombs, it doesn't hurt something else, or so, you know, it's like I think I see, that one's getting canceled. I man. see a bunch of ways the yeah. dominoes could Been fall. A lot of to blowback, like, yeah. yeah. To make them be like, you know, again, it's like I think of right before Solo, and they were like, get ready for a bunch of Star Wars movies again, and then like that didn't work, you know. So it's initiatives like this make me a little shaky. But, but yeah, so there's the Star Wars Eclipse from Quantic Dream. Uh, there is uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2. There's at least one other game from EA, from uh, one of them that's coming from Bioware Austin that we don't really know anything about. Uh, and then there's a Ubisoft open world Star Wars game that we don't oh, yeah. really know anything about. Possibly Division E, you know, because right, it's yeah. from that team. And um, uh, there's the. I saw them tweeting this, and John Drake jumped out and was like, there's Hunters. And it's like, oh, right, that mobile Switch game. Right. That free to play, like, yeah. not that anyone combat game. <laughs> too worried about it, but. Yeah. And there's also. I'm, yeah, I'm other... worried if they expect it to be bigger than it's going to be and then give up on Star Wars games. What is like, it, Damiani? Oh, the. The, rim, uh, the company that owns the rights to uh, Rogue Squadron saying. Right. There's oh. An, yeah. oh, Aspire. Yeah, Aspire. As, yeah, Aspire's been doing a lot of those ports. KOTOR remake. Yeah. The KOTOR remake, yeah. So, yeah, you got the KOTOR and possibly Rogue Squadron, which would be sick to see that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know necessarily a lot of Star Wars games equals, like, I get the concern, but, like, for me, when it came to the films, I thought, oh, to like, I was obviously born after the original trilogy, but like seeing them, it felt like these are once in a long time big ordeals. Yeah, doing this, it felt like to me, it was like what happened was a little bit of like Zelda. Zelda used to be like every like five years and like no spinoffs in between. And then like all of a sudden in the 2000s, like we're going to make all these re releases and spinoffs and it became kind of saturated, is the word I'm looking yeah. for. It's what happened with Sora's films, but I think. That's like its primary domain. Whereas games, I think, is kind of the supplementary domain where I think you can explore a lot more. You could yeah. like just like do these tangential like storylines that people would be like in, like it's kind of like the expanded universe, whatever they call right. it now. Sorry, and you get to enjoy that. So I, I think I'm personally not as concerned when they say there's a lot of these games coming out, but I still think not all of them might make it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I do think that. Richly cinematic action adventure. It sounds a lot like what she was already making. Yeah, and Fallen Order, you know, pulled that off. I thought in a lot of respects, yeah. like they, um, and again, it just you know speaks to where we're at with um, um, motion capture, and you know, and she was involved in a lot of. It wasn't just that 
Nathan Drake moved well, and it wasn't just that it was a good Nolan North performance. It's that when you moved between those two things, it was so seamless and comfortable, you know, where you could pause the, you know, what Drake was doing at any time and, like, let's tell the story for three minutes and you're going to be engaged in it because it didn't take a lot of time. It wasn't very distracting that, like, oop, now there's a cut scene. Um, and she was really instrumental in, like, showing how to, how to do that. And there were moments where they talked about the dark side and talked about, like, what happened, even just the beginning in the shipyard and seeing these big ships kind of torn apart and, like, being in this era between these big trilogies. Uh, I was like, wow, this is not only interesting, but, like, I'm a little weepy in this cut scene. And so it's like, it, you know, I'm, I was a little bummed that with all the Star Wars shows, like, Cal Kestis hasn't been talked about or come, you know, it'd be... It'd be neat if she can pull that off and actually tell a story that, like, matters across the board. Not just because it's a good game, but, you know, if, if I'm looking at, like, I still haven't seen the rest of the Book of Boba Fett. But if I'm still looking at, like, what's on Disney Plus versus this game, it's like, I'm way more interested to see the sequel to that than, like, another Mandalorian season three or whatever. Like, that'll be a sure. win. That'll be really cool if she can do that. Yeah. I mean, for me, one of the, I mean, as, you, as the game's been described, like, one thing I'd like to see is just going to like very cool looking worlds like yeah it's such a it's like star wars galaxy some fantastic looking stuff and like as much as i don't think they're great films the prequels took us to a lot of different worlds and the yeah. vistas and like i kind of would like to see more of that because it's kind of feeling like everything's just on either on tatooine or desert it's like <laughs> we kind of need to move away from that just a little bit yeah. like i understand like i mean yes uh um, I do think that's something that it could have an advantage over because, like, if, you know, again, if, if Fallen Order is kind of going the more Metroidvania-ish route, you know, yeah. where you want everything connected and you want to be able to go back to previous areas, you know, something that's a little bit more uncharted design, mm-hmm. more yeah. straightforward, it's like, yeah, you can hop off somewhere else and, like, who cares about that last place? Exactly. Yeah. Like, this, I'm expecting good set pieces. And it's like, wow me, like, these, like, environments and visuals that, like, and then, and, and, you know, obviously have the captivating story and, like, you're more than like two thirds of the way for me. It's like you just have to have like some kind of decent gameplay, and like we're good <laughs> yeah. here. I mean, it's I I could even from like a very simplified perspective be like, Fallen Order is the the swoosh swoosh, and this is the pew pew. <laughs> you know, like this is. <laughs> it's been really interesting playing Skywalker Saga and going straight from Episode three to four, and it's like, oh yeah, no more lightsabers. <laughs> you know, it's like how oh, many yeah. lightsabers are in one, two, three? It's just yeah. constantly all different colors, a big rainbow of lightsabers. And then I, you know, start episode four. I'm on the, you know, you know, Leia's ship, and it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be guns for a while, you know, like even like switching to Obi Wan and like, oh can I? Oh yeah, I'm in Mos Eisley, but I can just start hacking things with a lightsaber, even though obviously he was a l- little more cautious going in. <laughs> but um, they, yeah, it's and that again the um, the other the division developer. Like I'm curious to see what they do just from like a tactical grenade, you know, like squadron commanding yeah. perspective. If we get into some clone stuff or. Um, yeah, but I'm totally with you on like let's go to other planets. Guardians, uh, the you know the Guardians game recently, yeah. like yeah. that was some awesome looking vistas and some crazy. You would just stop and be like, Whoa. Yep. "Yep." So I'd love to get back to that. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah a good comparison to make in terms of you know at least the level design and exploration you know that you could have even if you'd probably want a different combat system. I'm curious yeah. what, how they would go. What they would go something that's like super direct. Like uh, like Uncharted, you know, or just okay, this is a shooter, or if they would, yeah, try to do anything that's a little bit more tactical, more powers involved, or who knows? Like I, I don't even know, you know, it, it's probably not at all possible for her to like 
talk the design docs out of EA. Is it? <laughs> She's probably got to start from well, scratch. Well, it, it's a kind of a double-edged sword because it's a Cinderella story where she, like, ha, you know, is getting to do this thing that everyone, like, was, you know. I think even people who aren't Star Wars fans are like, oh, that sucks for somebody to get so close. And But, like, also from Star Wars, just that one, I can visualize it right now, that one shot of the guy coming out and looking up and just like, oh, that looks beautiful and it never happened. Echoes of 1313 also yep. never happened. You know, this is kind of like the third, granted she wasn't involved in 1313, but um, so, like, th- that's exciting and I think it, it's a, it, it, it's, it writes a good story, you know, like the first trailer will get a lot of hype, but I can imagine her going to so many interviews and they're like, so was this part of your original pitch? And she's like, let's just stop talking about this game that never happened. Like, <laughs> it, it, like shocker, it was not a fun experience for me and I'm so happy to put it behind. So it's like, I, I bet that'll kind of be a, a mixed bag, you know, like having to revisit all those things and us constantly wondering, like, is this the game you tried to make or is it something else? Yeah. Um, I imagine it's something completely different. I mean, just or not completely different because it's again still the pew pew, but like a different character, a different story, different planets and stuff. So the past week or so, uh, we've been getting some some headlines, some some inside reporting from Business Insider, actually, yeah, uh, that uh, both Sony and Microsoft are looking into systems for more in-game advertising. Uh, and uh, so both are working with ad tech firms on uh, programs to implement ads, uh, primarily talking about free-to-play titles. Uh, and this is a way to try to entice more developers to make free-to-play games uh, on Sony's side in particular. Uh, and uh, Sony's program is supposedly uh, looking to launch by the end of this year. Uh, Microsoft is saying they would not take uh, any cuts from the revenue. Uh, right now it's unclear wh- whether Sony would or not. Uh, and then um, both are looking to limit ads to particular brands uh, and avoid disrupting the gameplay experience. <laughs> so essentially they're talking about things that feel like they fit in the world. So like your billboards and like your signs on sports stadiums. Your golden like, lanterns. Yeah. Or a lobby. You know, it's like I got to wait for that Fortnite match. But sure. I, don't, I, I could see Epic probably be like <laughs> with this. But like, um, yeah, it's if I'm just sitting there waiting for a, a match to load, then like. Yeah. I'm not. It's not what I want to watch <laughs> at that time, but it's 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 better than other times. Yeah, I think there are some. Like, I want to say there's some sports games or something to like run ads like during loading screens and that kind of thing. In the stadium could be fun if you're yeah, like yeah. on the sideline. That kind of echoey uh, in stadium, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah that like, would be Doctor yeah. Pepper. Blah, 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 I know, there's, you know, like, I know for sure really, there's really games fun. that are like doing it on and because like one of the things they go back to with the billboard idea is like Burnout Paradise did that yeah. back in the day with EA. Or, Even in Forza yeah. Horizon, like they're yelling at you all the time in that game. So it's just like if I see some billboard that's changing for something, like I I'm mean, a, you just need to have it's immersive in-game radio of some kind with your soundtrack, and you just play real ads in between them. Like oh, 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 oh yeah, no, these are oh. these are you know the big fear is these are full you know filling the screen, yeah, live action, bad acting. Things that I don't want to watch. Right. And if Twitch is running ads on your stream, <laughs> yeah, you've got well, ads in the game. Actually, that's a stream. That's a rough. Yeah, that's a thought. I had to too. get through one ad to get to another ad. That, I had to get that pre streamers. And then a live yeah. ad and then an in game ad. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of those advertising deals are like, you know, you can't run this. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. I imagine, though, it's like just a user end deal where only only guarantees like the user will see the ads, but if they're playing it for other people, like all bets are off. Like right, but I'm yeah. saying the the streamer themselves, the advertising deals that they have going on, and then right. having to dodge whatever might be in the game. 
Oh, like a like a like it's a like a, it's company. like the copyright like, music thing yeah. all over again. Yeah, and then your battle pass, like of course, no ads. So yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they could just maybe yeah. I imagine Tending. the stipulation of those games could just be like you can't run your like whatever Twitch or YouTube whatever runs. Sure, we can't do anything about that, but you yourself cannot do like a paid promotional thing during this thing. So like like us, you couldn't do a read or something during it. It's like sorry if you do that. And our advertiser sees it, you're gonna have to flag you and you're gonna get in trouble with Twitch. Wild. This is confusing. I don't like this future though. It's confusing. We, uh, oh, not... I mean it's just it's it's yeah. so bad. There's nothing <laughs> good about it. It's just how how much will the fallout really hurt us? Like right. that's that's like the, the important right. meetings they're having. Yeah. Sony reportedly doesn't want <laughs> advertisers like... collecting personal data, names, emails, etc. God forbid. Um <laughs> and then uh but but Here's the here's the craziest thing to me, because this is this is getting a mobile territory. Oh, IGN quote: oh. Sony is also looking into rewarding players for watching no. ads and promotions no. with in-game items, including avatar skins. No. Well, that's the that's the funny part. It's just like ads within Fortnite never. Now to go buy Moon Knight, and it's like, well, th- <laughs> that's the thing. You spent money on the thing. We had to watch the thing. Yeah, here we go. So you lo- you like lose a life in the game. You like fail a mission or something. It's like, well, you can either pay us five bucks or you're gonna watch that thirty second ad right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but Moon Knight's a fun, fair, funny example because again, it's like, well, you can either uh, you know you can either pay for the skin or you watch the trailer for Moon Knight. If you for the lose, 50th time. right? If you lose the Fortnite match, if you can't get past at least thirty. If you can't get in the top 30, you have to watch an ad. That's what. Yeah. Match. You have to watch an ad before you can drop. Performance-based ad click rates. Where you, so you, they, they hear the streamer say, where are you dropping? Cues the ad. Well, why yeah. don't you drop here for over to like McDonald's for a Happy Meal? Like, drop in a Taco Bell oh for my a God. Baja Blast. Taco Bell for a Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> grab a cold Ooh. one. How are we going to know how bad it can be unless we try? <laughs> I mean, it reminds me of the episode of Black Mirror to uh, 15 million merits where like he has to like it. It has eye detection. So mm-hmm. if you're not looking, oh, it'll pause yes. the ad forces you to watch it. Uh, yeah, I hate it. I hate yeah, when dude. they do that kind We're of getting thing. there. We're getting there. Gotta, tr- gotta, gotta try it. You know, and gotta try w- it out. Was it could work real well. I don't remember if it's Jones or Damiani, but somebody was saying. Maybe it's even Isla. Somebody was saying that like they're watching kids play on their phone. Yes, me, my nephew. Yeah. And they'll just they'll watch the ads. They'll, yeah, they'll just do it. I mean, I just like didn't know this is the way it's been for for like the past fifteen years for mobile games. But seeing my nephew play them, it's like like you're okay with like five year old watching these ads during the game. It's like they're like that's how they all are. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. well, sure. I mean, that's because th- children have no money and all the time in the world. Th- th- they were trained like that. His dad was like. You don't click this one because I'll take you to the the store to buy stuff. So never click that button. So like he did it accidentally by once. He goes, oh no no let me. I know my yeah. dad taught me how to swipe back to get away from that. I'm like, oh dear dear dear. I would not trust that. What, <laughs> like, I, I've de- you know playing a lot of mobile games. I've definitely been confronted with that mentality, and I can imagine kids thinking that way of like, oh well you know if you just watch this ad, you get you know, fifty crystals. And you just kind of start to think, like, 30 seconds of my life, that's worth almost nothing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Or I could actually play this game or go and do something else. But it just seems like, what? They're giving me a thing for not doing anything. But I mean, It's like Jones, you're watching something for 15, 30 seconds. That's that's a lot. You're playing a mobile game, Jones. You clearly don't value the time. Not at all. That you've been given. Not at all. Yeah. 
Out of bounds disabled. I'm doing it all wrong. Second ad. I'm doing it all wrong. Cool down on it. Less Marvel Future Revolution, more Elden Ring. I'm doing it all wrong. It's gonna go even further. We're gonna get like the. They got promo codes in there to use yeah. on like your DoorDash or whatever, mm. and it's gonna like link your you're apps. You're telling your me, Bloodworth, in your attempts to finish Elden Ring, oh. you wouldn't watch a 30 second ad to get a, a status boot, you know, bump for their 60 minutes. You like, shut your mouth. Oh man. Oh. Maybe and let it die. Look, I don't I'm feel not like, charge, I don't feel like the story has hit the outrage, just... uh, the outrage vector yet. I haven't, I haven't, like, I had to go, like go through the headlines and like, wait a minute, I haven't heard anybody talking about this. What so I'm curious when they actually an, like, will Sony actually announce that this is a thing that's happening, or no, will just no, no, yeah, it'll just start. it'll just happen. Yeah. I mean, I remember growing up, my whole as a teen, I was like, they should just put ads on airplanes, on the the luggage things, like on buses, and then the the airplane tickets could be cheaper. And then I remember starting to see ads on planes, and the tickets were more expensive. Right. And it's yeah. like, okay, so they start doing the thing, but we don't reap the benefits, just they do. Yeah. And yep. that that's what this reminds me of, where it's like, okay, yeah, if this makes games more free games or cheaper, you know, but I just doubt it. I don't, like, the end user never gets the boon. I can read the blog post from both Microsoft and Sony that's like, after some player feedback... <laughs> yeah, we've, we've come to realize that you don't want to have your gameplay experience interrupted at all. Right. Um, thank you for letting us know. You know, like we. Uh, hey, that's not what our research was telling us. What it, they're saying right now is they seem to be very cognizant of that. Right. Yeah. It's like they want things to fit into the world, but it's yeah, it just feels like one of those things. Like, well, once you once you make the the system there available, then you know how how long until you just start pushing the edges. And I mean, it make seems, them more intrusive, yeah. It seems so obvious, though, right? Like, stuff like billboards or whatever. Like, Blu-rays, if, yeah. if your Blu-ray player is connected to the internet, it'll show you different trailers. It'll update the trailers, I right? I know that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. like, so why shouldn't a game, like, update the... Like, for licensing, right? Like, somebody buys out a billboard in your game for six months, and then it changes. Like, that, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Stuff like Final Fantasy XV, like, Coleman... Lanterns and like Audis, I think they had in there. They had they had cars in the movie. Oh, I remember that Mercedes and Mario Kart. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's just like <laughs> stuff like that. It's like okay, what does that deal cost? Because like they could update that out, but like Monster in in uh, Death Stranding, I yeah. think they took out. But like, yeah, I guess I don't mind those kind of integrations as much as like being forced to stop playing a game to get crystals like on a phone. That that's a little yeah. irritating. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I do sort of, like, in, in some cases, like, it makes more sense, right? Like, I remember being actually bummed that Shenmue took out Coca-Cola when yeah. it came to the U.S. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you could read the whole Coke can. Why would you get rid of that? Wave Race removing the... Oh, the jet ski license. Yeah. yeah it's like, what? No. It's, it's a jet ski. Yeah. What are you calling it a watercraft for? Exactly. Yeah. A watercraft? <laughs> a watercraft. Select your watercraft. But... Yeah, we'll have to see what actually happens again. That's the thing. It's like a lot of these things, they're just rumbling behind the scenes. And, yeah, and it's coming. When I first saw the headline or saw rumblings, I was like, what are they going to Oh, free to play. Okay, whatever. You know, it's like Fortnite is not going to do now. this. Free to play for now. Well, <laughs> this is going to piss everybody off. And so it's yeah. like I don't I, – I think this is something they're going to try to do as sneakily as they possibly can. I don't, I don't see the – I don't see this coming to Warframe or like any of like the really top tier 
Like, this is coming to Call of Duty for sure. <laughs> but a lot of your favorite free-to-play games that you've been playing for, like, years and years and years and years. I, just, I don't know. I'd be very surprised. This, this strikes me as something that, like, is going to happen eventually and, like, will be pervasive. And, like, everyone will raise a stink, but they'll keep buying the games. Right. So, so sort of like it when, won't change anything. And yeah, they'll like just all do games. it. You know what we're talking about with mobile games? It's like, yeah... Everybody hates it, but there's enough of an audience that'll just put up with it. Right. So, oh yeah. Also, this week, there's a Streets of Rage film on the works. Yeah. Uh, script by Derek Kolstad. Script. Uh, Why are you writing a script? From John Wick. Uh, <laughs> just... And then uh, it's produced by DJ2 Entertainment, who did Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, and Escape Artist, who did Equalizer. Uh, everyone's, everyone's echoing the same thing get the music right. <laughs> yeah, oh, and DJ yeah. Two has yeah. like twenty licenses or something. They're Do they? Probably, you yeah. go to their web. You go to their website. It's like they no, it's they, they bought all they, of it. Another video game one they sent with Amazon was it Last of, or who is the what's the Amazon one? I forgot. Not Last of Us. Uh, Last of Us is HBO. Yeah, it's a different one. I'm forgetting, but they got that as well. So mm. it's like yeah. Oh, uh, it takes two. Is that yeah, it one? takes two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it takes two. They're doing the they got that. So I mean, they're gobbling up those games. But like Sonic. One and two are like very. They're like I felt for Sonic. I haven't seen Sonic two yet, but Sonic one I was like, I feel for this little guy. I hope this works out for him. But it was also like Sonic is ridiculous. Like it was very fun <laughs> and silly and like made fun of itself, made fun of movies, made fun mm-hmm. of just gaming in general. So if yeah, like Streets of Rage is really like gritty. It's like uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't even know what the right tone to go for would be. Streets yeah, of Rage. that's interesting because yeah. most people I know who are into Streets of Rage want it to be like very like violent and like more towards like the raid. The, the movie The Raid. They want it like that direction then being Yo. weird and goofy. These people don't get wounded. That's kind of part of it. You right. know, like he, like right at the guy, end, you know. Guys like, wear bright orange I, jackets. I still and have, have a green white hawks, tank yeah. top on. You know, it's like there's no blood or, I didn't get dirt on this. Like, I like I don't think go that far, but like I think there should be a glam factor to it. You like, don't want like food just laying in the streets and stuff. Somebody totally. picks up a turkey yeah. leg. Oh, <laughs> Like, like he, get the lead pipe like he down throws right a guy yeah. through a sign or something, and then later they walk to the same street and the sign's back up. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, they just people repair stuff very quickly just in case another fight needs to come through. They have to have a friendly fire joke in there. <laughs> where someone got like they're fighting, they actually swings and hits something. He goes, dude, like, okay. I would love it if, yeah, they just walk by the sign and a character, they don't even say anything, but the character just looks at the sign like, huh? Like that used to be broken. <laughs> the subway doors open and like three of the same exact person like come running out of the <laughs> just once, you know, just some just some little thing. Sega announced the Sonic Origins collection, uh, including Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Digitally remastered for current generation platforms. Remastered is an interesting word because it's really hard to see. Like, what did you do here? It looks the same. Uh, or, but it does have original or widescreen modes. Uh, there are some animated scenes thrown in there. Uh, base game is $40, which might be a bit on the high side for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a digital deluxe edition for $5 more and a whole lot of confusing DLC That's right. That's editions. That's the grid. Yeah, this big grid. Pay up for that. Yeah. Pay up for that music and menu animations. Extra modes, menu animations. Uh, what's going on? The Sonic films went to their head. They did. <laughs> the, they're thinking of Fortnite. They think they're for, they're, they're thinking, you, you hate, thinking big. Yeah, you hate to see so- Sonic suddenly biting off more than he can chew. You know, it's like that's such a franchise. It's done no wrong. I think for so long, <laughs> slipping. Yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 moved from September to July 29th, oh, yeah. uh, just a week after Live Alive, uh, Damiani 
Tackle that on friend code. Oh, yeah. Get some more thoughts probably, there. Probably, yeah. Probably swapping spots with Splatoon 3 is probably the reason. Mm. That's so. a, yeah, I think that's a fair fair point. Yeah. I think that could happen because Splatoon doesn't have a date. Correct. So, and yeah. Xenoblade's already been raided by the ESRB for months. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, after delays and seemingly troubled development, Digimon Survive, also coming out July 29th. <laughs> so there you go. Well, hi, July. Get your some Xenoblade or for D- that. Digimon. Yeah. I saw some people excited some for buzz. it. Uh, Jane Foster will be the next playable hero in Marvel's Avengers. First new character since Spider-Man. What? You, there, Thor's already in there? So like a different Thor? It's like... Yeah. Uh, okay. Coming in patch 2.5, which has no release date yet. Patch 2.4 isn't coming out until May. So uh, sometime, Jane so Foster. Weird. Wow. That's cool. The movie looks great, and I'm so excited for oh, her. It's just a oh, strange... This is, there's not a lot of characters in this game, and they're right. literally they're, uh, you already did this. You did the two bow, and now the two hammer, and it's like get an X Men in there. What are you doing? Like the Deadpool or Wolverine or what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, WoW announced their new expansion, Dragonflight. Four new zones uh, that make up the Dragon Isles, new classes, and of course, all new dragon riding mechanics. Mm-hmm. Saints Row released a gigantic customization featurette. Uh, showing all the ways you can create and outfit your characters, your cars, your weapons, your base, etc. It seems like just pretty much everything can be made your own. After a decade of service, the MMO Terra is abruptly shutting down on June 30th, 2022. Uh, the decision was made by the developers at Blue Hole, saying, After much consideration, the team in South Korea have come to the conclusion that they are no longer able to offer you the exciting and satisfying content you deserve. Whoa. Love a good end to an MMO, though. Yeah. Those are fun stories. MMO but it doesn't can... sound like it's getting... Maybe they'll announce what they're doing later, but yeah. it doesn't sound like they're getting some big cataclysm. When they do, yeah. it's fun. Um, they could only order offer boring and unsatisfying <laughs> content. Yeah. It's like a rock band in a hotel room. I love when they just trash the place, you know, and they're just like, all right, shut the servers down. Let's go. Uh, another MMO, Nino Kuni Cross Worlds, uh, confirmed to be coming to the West this summer. Uh, seems to be focused on mobile players, but it's also on PC. Look pretty good. Visually, Do you know anything uh, about it? I mean, I've just seen the visuals and I wanted to try it out, but like, I think the original video was like only in Japanese. So I was like, well, skip till hmm. this. So I don't know. I mean,. Sure. I mean, they're trying to keep that torch alive, but it's kind of just strayed so far from what yeah. you know made the first one so special. So, never know. I'll give it a try. And then Outriders World Slayers coming June 30th. Uh, Outriders first story expansion. Cool. Uh, there's going to be a whole like new version of the game that includes the base game as well as the upgrade and uh, previous content updates. And I love Rufus over there. I could yeah. see that. Uh... I think there are a lot of people who like played Outriders and then stopped, and I could see them being like, yeah. "Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll jump this, back in. Sure, yeah. give me a reason." People absolutely were asking, "Where's the rest of the content?" When they finished, not realizing it was not. Yeah, yeah it's that not a live of, service game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's time for love and respect. Love and respect from Megan Linart. Hi, allies. Uh, so recently, I've been going back and replaying Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. And I feel this game is a perfect example of an ambitious game released at the wrong time mm. and the true last and the last true Assassin's game. Ooh. I think it's a superb entry that overhauled so much, adding new stealth, great parkour, and a stunning cityscape that's so hard not to get enthralled in. But its buggy and disastrous launch, 
rushed by Ubisoft due to its yearly release schedule, caused it to be panned by critics and fans alike. Ubisoft seemed to take its poor perception not as needing to slow down and give the developers more time, but instead as needing to change the formula into the action RPG style we see today, changing the franchise forever. Do you think this was a good direction for the franchise to go, even if it meant sacrificing what made Assassin's Creed stand out in the first place? I got all sorts of Unity hot takes. Mm. I gave Unity an 8. Okay. Uh, I didn't have any of those glitches. That's such a weird thing to have happen in a game where like it's you're done and you hit credits and then you like get all your gameplay and you cut your review and then it comes out and all the screenshots come out. It's like this guy doesn't have a face. And it's like <laughs> obviously that's horrible, but that didn't yeah. it didn't happen to me. Like the game is in fr- it's kind of the same thing with Assassin's Creed 3 where like the setting for me can go a long way if you really love the concept of the setting and they really do it well. And I loved Boston and so like a lot of the problems that Assassin's Creed 3 had, I was like I hear you, but man, I got to walk past where my dorm was and it's like a forest <laughs> like it was cra- it was it was weird you know to to be in that city and it's just like it's france it's the french assassin's creed and so it everyone just their language is beautiful and the the structures are so incredible and um there were a lot of characters i recognized and scenarios that was neat but the big thing is the multiplayer it was so cool it's like oh, four yeah. player co-op mode that they just never did That's again. different than the, than the other one, right? It's its own multiplayer thing? Well, the you mean like the competitive? There was like a stealth multiplayer mode that they added later. But yeah. this was like four people taking a house at the same time. Got it. I'll yeah, go through the different. roof. Yeah. You two go through there. Mm-hmm. I'll run through the front door. And like, so it was neat to be sneaking up on a guard and have him you know, get alerted to your friend who pissed off the guy downstairs and then making him walk to the thing and look over and you'd sneak up behind him and grab him. Like, uh, it was sloppy, but um, <laughs> it w- I was like, oh, I mean, it's going to be to see this evolve. And then just brick wall stopped, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I think it was a good co- – the overhauling that they did got me back into it because I didn't – Syndicate was right after, right? Yeah. And I bounced off a of Syndicate for no good reason other than just exhaustion on the series – and then skipped Origins and then got back in and have loved what I've played since, but haven't checked out any of the DLC for the last game. But uh, um, Yeah, have you ever had mixed thoughts, I think? I, yeah, I liked it, and the, the music is always so good in those games. And the other lot of Unity true. I liked. Yeah. yeah. Some characters. I mean, I jumped off the series after 3. Mm. Didn't really... I mean, I tried Origin, but oh. it wasn't for me. And I kind of wish, even though it might feel outdated to people, I... Wish I could just get another old school, just calling it old school at this point, Assassin's mm. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> just like anything close to like anything from two to like probably like Unity. Anything in between there, just getting a Assassin's Creed in that kind of style would just be a thrill to me. Yeah, because Infinity is still like a, a dream. Oh, you yeah, know, I'm like sure what that is. Yeah. But it, I yeah. mean, what excites me about that potentially is this idea of like, yeah, we've always wanted to do Hong Kong, but like we've never seen like a whole game around. I'm again, I'm just you know shooting for the moon here. Like we've never, we, it was tough to imagine a whole game around that because why not do Beijing? Why not do you know like? And so we, what if we do a, a lot of tiny cities but add something that's like ten bucks, you know, that you can just play a short campaign, and so it's not like. God, they keep banging out DLC I don't care about for this world I'm already done with. As opposed to, like, what if we just do little tiny installments? And then every now and then you get a big old, you know, 100-hour Assassin's Creed campaign. But, like, what if we just do a little tiny... Well, if we just go back to some of the, you know, uh, places from Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. You know, if we go back to Venice, the Holy Land. um, But not, like, have to spend, you know, a a huge AAA, you know, budget's worth 
on like what Man. could not work or could not find an audience. I'd take like a, a, a full-blown remake of like one or two. Maybe yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the best of the old school style controls like update it. So it's like one. I mean, yeah, I'd love to go back to that. I think if they remade something, I think they would probably take the SEO trilogy. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe two. they would do a combo of like one through four essentially. You know, I think not four, but you know, the, the, yeah. the first game Those plus the trilogy. Games, yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That would be um, pretty cool. Because I, I could see the SEO trilogy, you know, being reworked to be a, just a giant map where all of that yeah, happens. Yeah, that would be, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if they did Ezio's, it's like, yeah, take all that and put it into like one game and like, wow. Because it was always, the question was, what city are they going to do? And now it's like, what country are they yeah. going to yeah. do? You know, like a city's not enough. Yeah. And so that's why I think I see Infinity as being like, oh, we're going back to all these cities and telling yeah. a new story. Or... But yeah, in terms of Megan's question, I'm pretty split because um, it's, you know, on the one hand, obviously, the change they made worked because, you know, yeah, the the latest game is the Valhalla is the the biggest the franchise has ever been, yeah. uh, but at the same time, like the just the sheer size of those games is just it's throwing me out of it because even though it's not every year, having games that big that frequent it's just very hard for me to to commit to a whole thing. Whereas at least with the old way, okay, I could I could take take a cup. You know, a couple weeks and like, oh, I'll catch up. You know, I'll play yeah. two or three of them, catch up. And at Unity is one I actually haven't caught up on. Um, but yeah, once once Origin came along, it's like, well, I'm kind of kind of done here. It's, I like it. I just a, don't it, know if I'm gonna finish it. It's it's a tough franchise to go back to back. Like it's it's it's, it's just so much stuff. Um, and even the stuff that's there, you can really dig in because I know how obsessive you get. Depending you know, on some mm-hmm. games, where you just got to get all the little details or got to explore interiors, you know, and like find everything, like find all the secrets. Um, so, yeah, the 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 holes I have in the Assassin's Creed franchise, I'm not like super hungry to fill because it's just like ah, it was kind of nice skipping that <laughs> and jumping back in at another spot. Like you said, you stopped at three and like Black yeah. Flag's like oh, it's that's, so I good. Know, that's the thing. Um, I, I booted yeah. it up. And but, I was like, no, I'm, yeah, I think I'm done. Yeah, you know, especially <laughs> now, you know. Like, There's nothing against the game. I just, like, my mentality was like, I'm checked out. I, I can't yeah, get into this. Totally understand. Sea Shanty uh, still might be worth going back. Mm. Mm. But I, I see what they did and, and understand. I would much – Assassin's Creed had a trouble pass, but I'm so happy with where it is compared to, like, Splinter Cell or Beyond Good and Evil sure, or, you sure. know, um, these other things Ubisoft just couldn't make work. Any, any opinions, Isla? No, I'm screaming about Black Flag and and Skull and Bones. With we were uh, we were pretending that Don was like uh, a a person on the street corner yelling like <laughs> make a Black Flag too, and then I was like, don't get him started on on Skull and Bones. Oh boy. So yeah, did he get into the beta? Did we get him into the beta? <laughs> I. I haven't heard of it. There's a beta for for Skull and Bones. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anything. Good. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, from Jerry Young. Hi, allies. Hi, Min Max. So I have been watching the An- Annihilator Cup the last few weeks. Uh, if you aren't familiar, it is a five-week gaming tournament for streamers that includes a wide variety of games and genres. Uh, Apex, Dead by Daylight, Street Fighter V, Halo, Counter-Strike. Uh, last week, it was Street Fighter. Uh, and it was fascinating to see streamers who play competitive games fumble their way through Street Fighter talking about how different this was than anything they had played before. This got me thinking. 
how would you go about introducing someone to a genre they had never played? For someone that has never played a shooter, where would you start? How about someone that has never played a FromSoft game? How do you introduce mechanics and, and ideas that will be completely new to them without being totally overwhelming? Thanks. Step one, lower your expectations. Sure. Nothing's worse than just five minutes in, the person's like, nah, it's not, yeah. not for me. And you're like, it has to be. Like, Mad. <laughs> Might not work. I yeah. found that that screaming, no, square, square, right. heal, <laughs> yes. now. Yes. Oh. Very That's effective. very helpful. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah, starting Dark Souls and like the... The square buttons use item, right? Like yeah, in all yeah. Souls, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, the attack button, the square button. What's and the press? I used like one of my healing things, and Ryan Stevens was like, ooh, you don't have a lot of those. So it's like <laughs> the first button input, and I'm down for the count. You know, like, <laughs> ooh, off to a yeah, good start. You might want to restart that. <laughs> uh, man, I feel it's so challenging because you, you'd be so passionate about something and like trying your best to like explain it or get someone like to feel that passion. But I mean, ultimately, it comes down to like, personal preference it doesn't matter like mm-hmm. how much you try and like dress it up and like break it down for them i feel like this is more uh honestly like it feels like more like a developer question this is a question developers struggle <laughs> with when they're hey we need a new we need a shooter we have no shooters in our lineup so it's like all right well uh, we're not used to making shooters so how do we go about like it's that's like their problem to tackle so yeah i don't i uh, i feel like they struggle with that so like for us it's just Sometimes it's just like any medium. Like you tell someone about a good book or you tell someone about like a good movie and it's like a genre. Like, oh, it's a comedy. I don't really watch comedies. Well, it's a really great comedy. And they watch it like, it's still a comedy. I don't really like comedy. It's like, well, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. yeah, I think for some stuff, it's like the only way is just like hand them the copy and leave. And like let yeah. them figure it out on their own. Because if they're not going to like it, they're not going to like it. Such good advice. It is literally what I do with 14. I try not to say anything to people when they first try <laughs> sure. playing 14. And they're like, Daniel, why are you telling me more stuff? I'm like, because people have a habit of over-explaining this game. And I was thinking about how I explained to someone. I'm like, no, this you're just going to scare them off. I'm like, just play. And if you have questions... Come ask, but otherwise have like that's part of the fun. Is like if they're into it, that's the joy of discovery, like figuring out that stuff. So, you know that reminds me of though is is E three. You know when you're like you're doing a demo, but there's there's always that like that woman alongside the booth just watching you, and it's like (laughs) go over there. It's like uh, okay, I'm I'm doing this thing right now. I was like no no that way. It's like I have one thing to say about that. (laughs) We always say how like annoying that can be at times, but there's one time where they didn't say anything about something when that was like what they should have done to improve the experience. It's the first time I tried the flying in Skyward Sword, the Loftwing with the Wii remote. And you had to like do it. They never explained that you had to like shake it to like make it like flap its wings. I thought it was a steering. Right. And and then you hit the A button to die. So I'm going very slow installing. And I'm like, I walked away from the demo. I'm like, that was pretty bad. I told the lady, like, that was pretty. She goes, how do you like it? I'm like, that was pretty bad. I'm like, was I missing something? Next person in line starts doing it. And I'm like, show you how it's done. Went back, did it again. (laughs) And it like felt so different. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't say anything at the point, but like, you had one job, like just sort of said, like, why aren't you like you're stalling? Why don't you just like flap the thing? It's like ah! if you're demoing a Zelda game and have not impressed Damiani, 
<laughs> but it's like every other Fires. time they're like telling you how to play the game too much, and it's like one time I needed it, it's like yeah, they weren't there. It's like ah. Uh, the one thing I was uh, that it, this question reminds me of is when when my wife played through Medal of Honor Frontline. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that's a, a a good example because she basically just started by by sniping people. Huh? You know, she just got a sniper rifle. Yeah. She didn't have to move around a lot and shoot at the same time. It's just like stay in place and, and shoot, you know, and eventually she gold starred that whole game, <laughs> you know. And and so I think maybe that's that it's like if you're introducing somebody to a genre, like find a game that's like yeah. a little bit slower gotcha. paced or let you ease into it a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure when fighting games, like what would be the equivalent, but yeah. Any fighting game that probably doesn't have high amount of directional inputs would be a good place yeah. to start because a lot of games don't have that in any other genre. It's mostly like, even in like character action games, it's like it's a combination of just like button presses, but you're not like having to make like directional movement, like quarter circle, half circle, like dragon punch motion. It's like, wait, what? Is, like that, that has to be like, and in doing it on reaction, it's going to be like, wait, what is this? It's like, one of the only games, like, genres that has stuff like that that's, like, insane. If you added that to, like, any other kind of, like, even a competitive level game, like, how many people just, like, freak out? Like, wait, my MOBA, I got to do, like, quarter circles and stuff? Like, wait, what? Like, yeah. this doesn't work? I think you should just only say super technical terms to people, like... <laughs> Like uh, te- can- tech can- Roman can- cancel. Yeah. tech cancel on wake up. Tech cancel on wake up. Frame trap. Also, also like and never explain it. I've I've heard a lot of stories on social media and talked to friends that just like didn't quit while they were ahead. Where they're like, because this issue comes up with spouses a lot in relationships. Where you're like, oh, I'm just kind of frustrated about you know you you know my spouse playing this game. And it's like, what's the problem? And it's like, are you playing the game too? Like, yeah. Like, and it's a game you like? Like, yeah, and she's playing it. And it's like, okay, that's great. What? And it's like, well, I don't like the way she's playing it. It's like, ha! dude, you are so lucky you have no idea that they're playing it. You know, like you can't have an idea about what they should do or how they should experience it. Like if you get that far, like that's already you're doing a lot better than most people do. You know, a lot of a lot of people who play games and love games, like no, their parents, their brother, their sister, no one, no, like it's just them. <laughs> you know, so like, um, if you can get at least sucker at least one person into it, yeah. Let's play a game. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. uh, from Ian. Hello, allies. I have a game for you Whoa. this week. Hi. I, I went on to Steam. <laughs> Whoa. We're, We're on Mysterious Monsters rack there. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, I went on the Steam review pages for a few popular games and sorted them by funny. Huh. I have provided some of the reviews I found along with whether the review is positive or negative. Your task is to guess which game each review is for. Uh, guessing another game in the series is close enough. Oh. Uh, and these are pretty, pretty short little quotes. So they don't put a whole review here or anything. All right, so this is a positive review. You drive some cars, listen to Kendrick on the radio, and punch people for $3. 10 out of 10. What's the game? Punch people? You get $3 from punching them, or the game costs $3? Because Kendrick on the radio... I think you punch people for $3. Kendrick on the radio would have to be like GTA, right? Who else licensed Kendrick? Yeah, GTA Online, probably. Yeah, it's GTA 5. Yeah. GT5 in general, yeah. I only got there first. Woohoo! All those times punching people, I didn't know how much I was making. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 
a negative review, the only thing you'll see on the horizon is a crash to desktop. Uh, <laughs> is that the first horizon? Yeah. Is that the when that or came Skyrim, zero? Skyrim because they talked about like mm. draw distance and mountains and stuff. Forza, Forza horizon, horizon Five. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's definitely a capital H horizon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, positive. You can't blame them. They did release the game 57 years early. With the speed. Yeah. Excellent. I was like doing the map. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Positive. I stole someone's banana and got shot to death. Uh, PUBG? Uh, yeah. My friend Pedro? Maybe Fortnite. That's uh, a good guess. That's yeah. a good any guess. Of the, any of the Elder Scrolls's? Because that's very item focused. Sea of Thieves. Sea oh! of Thieves. Shot Dude, to, I yeah. need to jump back into the Sea of Thieves. I miss it. We got to finish that. Uh, yeah. That should more, more than Silent Hill. We got to finish that pirate thing. Yeah. Uh, negative. Nice try, Todd. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. VR. You're or just so re-release. Close. Just You're a re-release. So close. The special, special, special edition. Oh, Fallout 76? Fallout 76. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> She's not my mother, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, positive. Wow. I finally got to use a Luigi board. A Luigi board? Oh, Luigi Mansion 3. No, yeah, wait, no, it's for Steam. 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 Luigi, Luigi board. board. I, I mean, it's like an Ouija board. I mean, I oh, guess Phasmophobia? Fanta- yeah, yeah, that. I think, I like, I think Damiani was close. He said it, first. said it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yep. give it to Damiani. It, yeah. uh, Damiani. I think it's Damiani. Yeah, Phasmophobia. And last one, positive. This game is great, not just for the men, but for the women and children, too. <laughs> wait, that's a line. That's got to be a line from the game. It's not raw it's men. Not just the, oh, wait. No, that's, is that Skywalker Saga? Or is that like Clone Wars? I think it's close enough. Oh, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, because okay. he killed the, men, the women and children, too. That's good. <laughs> the, how, how the Skywalker Saga handles like extreme violence is so funny. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of characters that like die and then like they'll walk out of frame, kind of like the G.I. Joe where you'll see the person like come out of the water after falling out of the helicopter. Uh-huh. It's like they're fine, they're fine. There's a lot of like that person like huh? waking up. <laughs> I was just dazed. Like, oh. All right. Thank you for that game, Ian. Isla won. It's time for bets. <laughs> this week's bet, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe releases next Wednesday, April 27th. Isla really likes the original game. I know next yeah. to nothing about it, but it's supposed to be cool, so I'm going to check it out in this next week. Uh, it's supposed to be less than three hours. I'll probably take five hours. But in any case, once I get to the end, uh, what will be the length of the credits? Brandon Jones. I think go long or go short on this one. So I went 519. All right. Some credits have been very long in the past. Okay. Damiani. Two minutes flat. Too flat. Isla. So knowing William Pugh, I was thinking there's going to be some kind of tomfoolery. So I tried to figure <laughs> out what six minutes and 66 seconds would be. Oh, okay. Seven minutes and six seconds? Or seven, would it be seven minutes oh, and five six. seconds? Yeah. Whatever. 666. <laughs> Wait, 666 seconds exactly is what you're saying? Six minutes is... and 66 seconds, which would be seven oh, minutes. Seconds, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so 706. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably way too high. There's like five people in that damn thing. And I went 359. Uh oh. Dummy's got the low. 
<laughs> Last week's batch. Uh, Glover getting a remaster release on Steam. Oh, right. Uh, I'm going to go to at Pico Interactive and look for the most recent Glover-related tweet. How many likes will it have? Brandon bet 101. Huber bet 187. Isla bet 434. And I bet 211. I'm going to refresh. I'm going to see if we've got any new tweets, any new likes. Where are we at? Does the pinned one count? or what The is... pinned one does not count. That's not the most recent. That was yesterday. Okay. The retweet does not count. So 11 hours ago, they just did a couple emojis uh, and a link to the Glover documental trailer that's got 12 likes. <laughs> 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 uh, so that's... At the low is Brandon Jones. Yep. Brandon, you are the winner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, bringing the scores to Massive Chubbs, seven. Splish. <laughs> Melodorous Sea Lions, six. Getting those wins for your team. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Jones, you traitor. I know. <laughs> Feels good. Doing the different sounds. Getting wins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a free agent on these best teams. <laughs> Jones, you know what? <laughs> New D- era. Jones, you know what? Do the you do the k- 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 for the Switcher snakes too. <laughs> oh, I loved it. There have been many oh, sounds. That's why you years. did. That's so much fun. Many sounds. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that all, all the way home. Red eagles. Let me tell you about Patreon.com/slash Easy Allies. Patreon is how we function. It's how we operate. We are a fan-funded group. Uh, so if you like what you see on this podcast, if you like our reviews, if you like our previews and impressions, which there have been a lot of cool things come out lately, or any of our other shows, uh, then that is possible because of people who go over there to Patreon and uh, put in the cash and pay for the bills for everyone to see it. Uh, and if you are uh, a patron, you get all kinds of different perks at different levels. Uh, at the $1 level, uh, you get to see this podcast ad-free, and you get two bonus love and respect questions. And then at the $5 level, you get to uh, get access early. Uh, you can watch on Fridays instead of Sundays. And then you can also submit to love and respect, and there's a lot of other little perks that are out there. Uh, and then at the very top of our tiers, uh, we have people that we give shout-outs to. Uh, so the two fifty, five hundred, and one thousand dollar tiers, uh, and this month our shoutouts go to Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Nick, Raymond Wheeler the Third, Zatwan Doot, and Anna Croft. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Shout out. Brandon, <clears throat> you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. <clears throat> You get the final word on anything that you would like to reiterate, any, anything you disagreed with, anything that's popped in your head right now, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Thank you, Daniel Bloodworth. Always make a point to watch every new episode of Mysterious Monsters. Uh, uh-huh. Definitely definitely go check out the last one, but that is not an easy show to produce. Not a, you know, a show that we had to say goodbye to for a while because we could be here at the studio. It was difficult to bring guests in, have many, many people in a space to produce an episode. But I'll obviously works hard on that show. Shout out to Michael Huber, uh, who does a very good job. It's just can't, like, 
there's not going to be a totally clean performance from Huber that you're not going to laugh at at some point because that's a lot to, to carry that show. And Huber is just such a goofball, and it's really funny to see when you when you when you finally break him in every episode when you get to that point where just too much information, too many answers flying around. Do we intentionally put things that are hard to pronounce in the questions? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bad about how I came at action games in VR. There's nothing wrong with making a shooter in VR. You just understand that when you go into the shooter store, when you go into the VR store, it's the shooter store. Like that's the primary genre. So when a game comes along, it just says we're also doing we're doing another thing with guns, especially a sequel to a game that I did not recall the first one. Um, then I just say that maybe some other experiences you could check out. If you don't like a shooter right away, you want to find a good shooter because there's a lot of them out there. Shout out to VR shooters. Cheers. Where are you dropping? Cue the ad. Well, why yeah. don't you drop here for over to like McDonald's for a Happy Meal? Like dropping Taco Bell. Oh my God! Taco Bell for a Mountain Dew Bob Blast.